What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 53 of High Top Flip Flops. As always, this is Krish. I'm with Nivek. How hey. are you on this fine, fine evening? I'm okay. Yeah? Pretty good. Lay it on me. Lay it on me, man. What makes today okay and not good, at the very least? Oh, well, I mean, good, good and okay are at the same level to me. Yeah. And, oh, my face is healed. Right. Almost pretty much, like, if a person walked up to me, they wouldn't ask, hey, what happened to your face? Right. And Which. Yeah. And I guess people will find out what happened to your face later in this episode, uh, mm. for those of you who aren't aware. Um, spoiler alert. It didn't involve, you know, an attack, but, you know, faces were still hurt. Some blood was still had. You have to listen to the episode to figure out what happened to our good pal Navek here. But most important part is, yes, his face is healed. He's feeling better. He's looking better. He's looking better than ever. He's got battle scars now. Um, from what battle? Just got to wait and find out. Wait and find out. <laughs> um, but hey, man, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear you're feeling okay. What makes a day excellent for you? Uh, work a job that I like. Um, mm, I don't have any debts. Right. Uh, which, oh, man, that'll be years before yeah. I have an excellent day. Um, and yeah, just uh, no bad things happening, mm. I guess. Right. Okay. How about yourself? How, how would you find this day? Uh, today was uh, pretty okay. Um, looking for jobs suck. That's just reality. Yeah. Uh, looking for jobs suck, and you have to work extra hard, and you have to put a lot of other priorities on the back burner, which can suck a lot. Mm -hmm. Can really suck. But uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, eventually, once it does come together, you can only imagine that. Uh, yeah, things will probably start to feel a lot better, but yeah, for the time being, you know, it's just a matter of working through it all. Uh, if you have a job, please contact me at Krishna Chris. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, don't even give me job offers. Just uh, e-transfer me money. But uh, no, don't do either of those things. But actually, no, that's a joke. If you, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, send him money. <laughs> yeah, send me it's money. It's okay. People uh, ask for money all the time via... Um, you know, those websites, what is it called? Venmo? Venmo and that uh, other GoFundMe? crowdsourcing GoFundMe yeah, 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 website. Yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to have you GoFund my, uh, my student debt, but, um, but Nivek, you wanted to talk a little bit about the Emmys, which recently passed, uh, which I did not watch at all, but please tell me what your thoughts were, what your observations were, what the Twitter sphere was saying, laid on me. Well, I didn't watch it at all, which makes me an expert yeah. in the Emmy Awards. <laughs> So, uh, but I just found out that, uh, you know, Atlanta was nominated for, like, almost every award, mm. but they didn't win anything. And I thought that the one that they should have had in the bag was lead actor, you know, because Dan Donald was nominated for that. Right. And he also, he not only played his character, but he played Teddy Perkins in one at, episode. At, oh, right, right, right. On, on the show, yeah. Yeah, which was incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, to do that whole extra role, that all that makeup and... You know, to act like a creep, basically. Right. And uh, he didn't win. He lost to Bill Hader for Barry. And I haven't seen Barry. Right. But I can say that it's not that good. Or I can say that it, th it doesn't touch Atlanta. Listen, <laughs> man, I don't know anything about this guy, but I know he's trouble. Uh, but, yeah, okay, fair enough. And, I mean, this season, have you seen the second season of Atlanta? Yes, I have. Oh, you've seen it. So... Mm -hmm. 
I think it's incredible. I thought it was great yeah. television. I mean, it kind of strayed from comedy. It was heavy dramedy. Dramedy heavy uh, development rather than plot development, I think, in this uh, this season, um, which a lot of people didn't find entertaining. But uh, I would argue, yeah, character development is always just good for more... It's just good for depth, right? That's like something that people want is like characters of depth. That's where resonance lies uh, is in the characters. And that's why a lot of good movies on like the surface don't, you know, for a lot of people don't resonate because, you know, for example, I think of like the movie Isle of Dogs by Wes Anderson where like the storyline was like really fun, but no character minus like two dogs had like any depth. And it's like, uh, there's nothing here that, stands out or resonates so mm-hmm. uh, i agree i also really like this episode um and i feel like that's like a classic gambino move too is like reel you in with the comedy reel you in with like the hashtag rap and then lay on like yeah the more real or more serious maybe like commentary uh and he's done that in his music too Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there were some heavy episodes like the FUBU episode or yep. the Teddy Perkins episode. But there were also some funny episodes like the Cat Williams oh, one. Oh, man, phenomenal start. And the one with the barber. Yeah, the like. uh, the barber. Like, <laughs> that's like, that guy is like the epitome of like a Tamil dad. Yeah. 100% same thing. Just like yeah. trying to please everyone, trying to work four jobs because that's the only way you can live it. <laughs> um, and yeah, like really believing in their in their uh in their ways but uh either way yeah that one was like a s- super hilarious episode because again same thing resonance right you have these characters that uh speak more than than just kind of comedy or surface level stuff so i thought that was really good um was the new year's eve one in this season the one where they're all at uh drake's mansion in, in atlanta yeah that was in the season yeah, that was, this one that was well. a really good one yeah um more like really good commentary in that episode as well i remember um yeah so i i agree i really like this this season um i know also uh someone else came dressed up as teddy perkins was that jay farrow who did that yeah that's what they're saying right um either way that's pretty fun move i think uh Mm. to kind of trip people out or at least those who are aware of it which is why i wish he won because i know something would have happened you know right 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 right. he would have went up and teddy perkins would have went up. yeah man oof that would have been wild but hey, man, you know he's still getting the ratings. He's getting another season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and also, he's already collected his Emmy. So that's the that's the big one too. Is that there's only one left, and it's the coveted Oscar for him to find himself in the EGOT. Oh yeah, he does have a Grammy. He does have. Uh, He's a Tony. Does he have a Tony? I believe so. For what? Uh, okay, um, uh, so after a quick fact check, uh, we now learn that Don Glover does not have a Tony. But, does he have an Emmy, though? Is that for certain? Oh, he yeah, he definitely has he, an Emmy. He did win an Emmy last year, right? Yeah. For Maybe for writing? For Atlanta? Directing and acting. Okay, so we've got two, okay. So, uh, I stand corrected. Uh, he has an Emmy, but he doesn't have a Tony. So he's missing an Oscar and a Tony. Um, but still... Not too bad. Wow. I mean, I know awards aren't like the defining thing mm-hmm. on what you've achieved because The Wire was barely not or wasn't nominated at all, pretty much. Wow. And that's incredible. But um, Atlanta, it's kind of wild. Though. Like every last year and this year, he's nominated for the exact same things, which was 
outstanding comedy series, lead actor, directing, and writing. Wow. Just him. And then obviously the show for Hero has probably been nominated because yeah, he's an incredible yeah, yeah. director. And like yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. Plays Paperboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's Regardless, it's still obviously an amazing show and groundbreaking. Yeah, truly, truly, truly groundbreaking. Um, this is something that I'm not sure you probably know about now, but I'm curious to know what your initial thoughts are or initial feelings are um, regarding Aziz Ansari having a few more tour dates uh, and kind of like popping up mm. here and there to pull some out. Uh, how are you feeling about that? I don't know, actually. I don't know what to feel because... Mm. Like even like how how do people feel about this in general? Because I don't I don't see a lot of backlash to be honest. Mm. I don't yeah. see a lot of. It's not like Louis C. Well, Louis C. K. came back as well. How did that go? I mean, everybody hated it. Right. Well, I mean, I think uh, not to him doing stand up like his jokes, but they hated his that he came back, mm. and also he didn't address what he did. Like, he just went back on stage like nothing happened. Right. And um, a lot of people didn't like that especially. But, yeah, it's th- that's more weird because that's, that's like, set. Like, yo, you did yeah, yeah, wild. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But, uh, yeah, some people can say, yeah, same thing for um, Aziz as well. Some people won't say that, you know? Yeah, and more, more importantly, too, we also don't know whether he's using these shows as a conduit to talk about it right um because that's like you know that will always be this kind of like follow-up to to any of these not like scandals i don't i don't even think it's worth calling scandals but like like harm that was caused right um is what you then do to show that you've acknowledged it and you're you're trying to reconcile or you're trying to make amends in like any capacity you know um because you know, for example, I remember a lot of people talking about during the during that whole incident with Aziz, people talking about like, oh, well, like, you know, he like really put on for women in the in his show and like throughout his career, he's like, you know, he's he's worked with other women and he's and he's made sure to like put put them on, um, which are l- factual, um, but simultaneously, uh it is like silly and it's unhealthy to uh to just like treat it like a checklist you know like hey i've done this this and this and this i have a pass now or like i should be good i've i've quote unquote done enough um because the truth is there's there's never enough right particularly as a man that mm-hmm. you can kind of continue to do to to make sure you're um you're supporting or you're you're providing as like an ally to to any kind of marginalized group right so when i first saw that i was i was thinking the same thing i was like hmm i really hope he does because you know the first one i think it was john gomeshi when almost like a year after he was found innocent he just like started up like another like podcast or another radio show and just like pretended like nothing happened and everyone was like you know you realize no one is going to support this no one is going to support this. Um, and there was no middle ground where, like, anything was brought up about it, you know? Um, and I guess it's, like, in his case, it's, like, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but it's not like he's going to pull, like, an OJ and, like, be found innocent and then be, like, hey, guys, I'm going to write a book about if I were to do it, quote, unquote, you know? Yeah. Um, 
so yeah i'll perhaps leave it at that uh and anyone who's listening we'd certainly love to to hear your thoughts as well you can uh shoot us a message over instagram you should message our our instagram page at high top flip pod pod um and let us know how you feel about aziz how you feel about the emmys um how you feel about uh reconciliation you know what is enough or if there is if yeah if there ever is enough um or if you always can strive or always can continue to do more uh, which is what i would argue so since the last episode that we released uh Nivek and i got to uh host our first ever potluck our first ever high top flip-flop potluck in the park um which yeah is, is strange to maybe say aloud but uh i think we yeah we both thought it was a hit it was yeah. really good wow thank you to everybody that came because it was much better than I thought it would be like a lot of people came out yeah truly and yeah thank you to, to them thank you to, to crush yourself for basically putting everything together hey man that's and no sweat at all we uh we learned uh that yeah it was good good lesson in in organizing and like figuring out permits and stuff like that um turns out if you're trying to have like a a liquor permit in the city of toronto like you gotta go through some not some loopholes but you really have to prepare to to do that shit like a l- few months in advance um shout out to insecure in the latest episode of insecure uh spoiler alert uh Issa Rae's trying to uh trying to figure out how to uh host this like uh, like a block party and she goes through a similar process but um, but that was really good and and yeah as you said you know there's literally so many thanks to, to give out to, to every single person who came out and said hello whether it's for five minutes or for you know four or five hours um, the the one thing that I've been telling a lot of people uh, is that um, as much as in like a dream scenario everyone is talking to everyone and everyone is like getting to know everyone who's there um that's like un- an unfair thing to, to expect or to hope because people are people. You can't make people do something that they don't want to do. And uh, it never means that it's like a failure or, you know, it's not a bad thing if people don't care to. Um, but with that said, even if that's like a hope or if that's like a goal, the very least you can do is make an environment that's like conducive for people to to talk or more importantly for people to feel comfortable right um and the park was the best place for it because you know there was no boundary it was limitless as to where people could have gone or people could have sat or people could have done whatever they wanted to there were no kind of four walls that kept people in or or made people feel like they needed to quite literally have their like backs up against the wall um so that was really great uh and something we were super happy with and Man, there's a shit ton of food. People really came through with food. Yeah, the food. The um, food is wild. Like, yeah. There's so much good food. Truly. Um, shout out to Faisal. The guy made biryani, uh, which yeah, is pretty great. Uh, lots of people brought drinks. Uh, shout out to Ahmad for bringing the samosas, which got smashed pretty quickly. Uh, we could thank everyone individually. Um, and I hope over the next couple of months I can kind of do that. But yeah, truly, uh, it's a, a fair reminder that yeah, there are, there are people who don't want to report us, you know? It's an amazing feeling. <laughs> um, but also, yeah, very exciting to know that uh, people trust us to to do something like this. And 
Uh, maybe we could do something like this in the wintertime, you know, when like the seasonal affective disorder kicks in and people need to just like chill out uh, and hang out. Um, if you got some ideas, you know, let us know uh, what you might want slash like us to uh, to do in the in the wintertime that you think will be feasible. Like we won't be outdoors because we're not sickos. But, uh, hey, you never know. Maybe it's a warm winter. Shout out global warming. <laughs> we could be sitting outside yeah. in shorts in the middle of December. Unlikely, mm. but logically possible. Okay, with all that said, um, let's jump into this week's episode. Uh, this one was a really fun one because we got to sit down with two people who I actually went to high school with. Uh, they're both a year older than me. I didn't actually talk with them through high school. Um, but I've gotten to know one of them a lot better over the past uh, year and a bit. Um, and our other guest is someone that I've slowly gotten to know and we're very thankful for having joined us on the show. This episode, we sit down with Jamil and Mayer. Um, as I said, they're both people that I grew up in high school with uh, and now uh, respectively are working in the realms of, of music, uh, maybe not as their day job, but uh, it's, it's a field that they're very much committed to. Um, Jamil currently manages and kind of works alongside his younger brother, John Vinyl, who's a very, very talented um, singer and songwriter. And Mayer uh, is someone who actually goes on tour with uh, a local, local legend, Ram Riddles, uh, and he's someone that works as day-to-day operations, uh, and touring manager of sorts. Um, so two very different types of management and two very different types of management skills. Um, but this episode was really funny because both of these guys are great storytellers and great conversationalists. Um, we get to talk a little bit about some of our experiences in high school. Um, and of course, we got to talk to both of them about their experiences working in management um, and some of the pretty hilarious things that uh, they've seen uh, while traveling the world. So this one was a super fun one, and we hope you enjoy this one's with Jamil and Mayer on episode 53. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of High Top Flip Flops. As always, this is Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. The Thumbel Hemingway, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, a.k.a. Little Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little, a.k.a. Mr. Day Your Girl With You, a.k.a. It's Not You, It's Me, I'm Just Going Through a Tough Time Right Now. <laughs> As always, I'm with Navek. Hey, it's Navek, a.k.a. Navape, a.k.a. the Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. My Fair Lady, a.k.a. Mr. Run Up To Your Girl, Say Hello, Then Run Away, a.k.a. Young Couch. And we got some amazing guests here today. Man, today we have uh, a couple pals that we've been trying to get on the show for a little bit. We're happy to have them here today. Uh, we got our good friends Mayer and Jamil in studio with us. In studio. <laughs> in studio. Mom's basement. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Knees weak. The uh, humble beginning. <laughs> man, I'm it's in two the years studio later. every night, man. I'm in the- <laughs> Sleeping here. Sleep on um, the mattress beside you. The massage table over there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice rub and tug after this <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> All that Nuru video is finally <laughs> Dreams come true, man. This is what happens, man. I'm going to put my cocoa butter on the stove. <laughs> I saw flip flops where dreams come true and you get a rub and tug. Yeah, exactly. As well. <laughs> Um, we mentioned them on the uh, on the show before, but uh, Jamil's a good friend who was featured on Christmas in Scarborough. I don't know if you even remember that drop, but the best verse on there. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually though. Actually though, it was probably yeah. the best verse on there. Probably besides, uh, actually no, we can't even say that. We have bare friends who listen who are also on that song. But uh, yeah, Jamil also let us use his studio to record that. So thank you again, man. 
for uh, hooking us up. I'm still waiting for that invoice to be paid. (laughs) (laughs) That negative balance from all the lawsuits we got for using that Kanye beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, And along with them, we have a very, uh, a new, kind of new friend. We've known him for a minute, but a kind of new friend named Mayor with us, uh, who's just a journeyman. He's just a renaissance man. This guy's seen some things, done some things. (laughs) Seen some shit, bro. (laughs) Had my fair share of (laughs) Nuru's. Which we're definitely going to get into as this episode progresses. Um, but off the bat, man, you guys have any AKs? you have any nicknames you're trying to drop real quick? They call me Jamel, a.k.a. Lamash, a.k.a. Jamillionaire, a.k.a. Lamillionaire. Mm. You're... <laughs> mm, yes. What do I, I don't know? I don't know what my nicknames are. What do I have? Uh, Mayor actually is a nickname. Oh, for real? Uh, I don't. I, I don't use my Persian name. Your governor name. I use my chameleon name oh, just so shit. I blend in wherever I go. If, if, you know. If, fair enough. If I need to be white in a scenario, I can be white right away. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, AKA Big Mac back. Oh I was shit! Once, I was once that a rapper. That was my rapper name. Oh shit! Okay, believe we're it or not. Talk about that. Yeah, that, and what? Yeah, I didn't have high school nicknames. What the fuck? Mayor the Bear. Ma- oh, Mayor the Bear. Yeah. Damn. And that was a serious nickname. That wasn't a joke. Oh, that was, I ran with that. That was what was that pick pick what was that thing we used to make edits on Facebook? Pixco? Pickco? Pick stitch or some shit. And you'd put like little emblems. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You could put the bear that. was my Damn. Facebook photo for a very long time. Damn, with the mirror pick. The yeah. mirror pick with the, with the eight megapixel <laughs> ah, yes. camera. That was very real. By grade twelve, I realized shit, that's kind of <laughs> fucked up that I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! All of you guys changed your uh, MSN profiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. The, cam- <laughs> the camera on Christian's phone is still yeah. eight megapixels. <laughs> Yo, on that note, on that note, okay. you know, Krishna, Chris at gmail.com. Anyone trying to sponsor me a new phone, new laptop? Hashtag iPhone 3 gs yeah. Listen, man, my text bubbles stay green always. This <laughs> my phone doesn't understand what data is. It just I haven't gotten that capability yet. But listen, man, I'm trying to get sponsors. You know, hit me up. Uh, just don't give me an Android, uh, please. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, they're very good phones. They function well. They text. Um, I called someone the other day. It was amazing. Amazing still experience. still pixelated. 1999 <laughs> videos. Uh, my Snapchat video is very clear. <laughs> Listen, man, my Quality is amazing. It's like buffering. You know when you're trying to watch I'm trying to do a live video buffering. and buffer. <laughs> People are people commenting on your live video like, yo man, your video's still buffering. Like, ah, actually, this is this is as clear as it's gonna get. We're in 1080 right now. <laughs> but uh to put things in context, which I don't think I've ever done on this show before, Jamal and I and Mayor as well all went to the same high school, actually. These guys are a year older than me. Uh, and as people know, I feel like in high school, generally speaking, you never interact with the people who are a year older than you. Or if you do, there's always like a select few people that you, know, you gotta be like, cool. Yeah, That's yeah, it. exactly. That's the thing. You're a fucking child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the only people I spoke to were like people that I played in a band with. So those are those are the select few people that I spoke with. Um, but uh, one one memory that I actually have, probably the only time I ever, ever interacted with Mayor. And I don't know if you remember this, but I was volunteering. You know how like uh, there's a day where like grade seven, like yeah, grade seven or grade eight kids come to school and they like sit in circles in the gym and they like talk with someone who's like in high school do you remember doing that when you're in like elementary school i vividly remember that yeah okay um like i I remember pulling up and some guy sitting there like swagged out in like uh he had like aqua eights on he had this like huge averex jacket on and he hit us with some like weird og shit which is super funny because 
he would have only been like 17 at the time, but he pulls out his wallet and he just starts like counting like 20s and hundreds. And he's just like, this is the life that you want to be leading. And you're only going to do that if you stay in school, if you're hitting the books. Did they got, bring a drug dealer? <laughs> so I don't know. And at the time I'm like, why is this guy so wise? Like, who is this guy? It seems like he's 30. He's just some like 17 year old kid. And I remember, uh, you guys probably remember Kevin Loach. Do you remember Kevin yeah, Loach? Yeah, yeah, He was that. sitting next to me. This is when, like, Kevin Loach was a tiny kid because he's, like, 12. And this guy <laughs> just, like, flashes him the wad of money. He's just like, you know, this is the life you want to be living? <laughs> and Kevin Loach is, like, looking down like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was super funny. But either way, when I was in grade 11, I was just volunteering with that event. And I could use a washroom across the hall from the gym. And there's three like kids, like these like, 12 year old kids or whatever. And they're all like, they're all like gathered around being like, yo, what's in it? Like, what, what is it? What is it? Where'd you find it? And like, I peer over and it's mayor's wallet. Like, I Holy guess this shit. man dropped it in the, in the washroom or like, just like dropped it on the ground. And these kids are just like, oh shit, does he have any money? And I'm like, well, what is it? What is he gone? Oh, whose car is this? Whatever. I'm like, yeah, oh, hey, that's, uh, that's my friend. Uh, <laughs> thanks for finding it. And, uh, I end up, I think you might've been on spare or something. Maybe might've been during lunch. Uh, I remember just pulling it up and just being like, yo, bro, I got your, got your wallet. That's probably the only time I ever interacted with you. But That's so crazy. That? I don't even remember that. <laughs> Here we are. I'm man. not the wallet losing guy. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. It happened once. Uh, and then never again. So there you go, man. That was maybe the point in time where that you... might have been during my midday jerk. You know, <laughs> go to the stall. <laughs> you were looking at your teacher all day. You're like, all right, time to rub one out. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm not joking. I'm talking shit. Never did that. Never did that. <laughs> 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 no, we can't name drop teachers. That's yeah, dark. No name dropping teachers, bro. Oh, my goodness. It's Jamil, man. About to get us all law- lawyered up, bro. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, but for real, though, let's, uh, I mean, we could go around this, too. Let's get a quick, quick rundown of what, uh, of what growing up, at least for you in Pickering was. Did you always grow up in Pickering? Is this like, were you born in this area? For me, I actually grew up in Ajax. I wasn't supposed to be in Pickering. Okay. Grade nine year, I got a surprise that you're going to Pine Ridge. Oh, shit. And I didn't know anybody. Damn. And the thing was is that the hard part for me was that I grew up in a school where it was dominantly black kids. Okay. So I grew up with all black kids. Mm. Okay. And I was like, I guess you could say white, the white kid right. that just knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And coming to Pine Ridge, you didn't know anybody. Right. right. And these guys already had a cult. These guys already <laughs> had friendships from other schools, from basketball. I didn't play basketball. Right. I didn't do any of that cool shit. Right. You know, I didn't dress cool either. You yeah. know, I was... The flea market guy. No know, worries, man. We were all swag. You know, yeah, man. Size 38 jeans yeah, in the jeans, exactly. man. That's our lifestyle. <laughs> kept that till grade 12. <laughs> it was, I was that guy. But the thing was is that, yeah, that was the hard part of Pickering. And I did the thing of finding the weak links first. <laughs> oh, shit. Staying close to them as close as I could until somebody came to give me the day of light. <laughs> and who gave me the day of light? No, was the it this fir- guy or was it Jamal? No, it was actually our boy Asha. And wow, he, he told the whole Asha. school I was gay. Damn. I, I was like, okay, well, let me find somebody I can get into the crew with. You know? I wanna, the guy's going to put me let, on. Let me show these guys that I, I'm worthy of hanging out with. So I went to go talk to this guy and I asked him for his number because the teacher told us to ask. It was Miss, I don't even know, whatever her name was. Right. She was a teacher with a hijab, science teacher. Very nice lady. Okay. God I know you're talking her. about. But, um, she, uh, she's like, okay, go ask someone for a number. So I'm like, okay, yo, I'm going to go ask him. You know? <laughs> he was being swag boy, you know, asking all the girls because he knew all the girls. He right. was like, let me get their number. And then I come out and I'm like, yo, bro, let me get your number. <laughs> this guy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then literally six months, no one talked to me. And then by my grade 12 year, I found out he told the whole school I was gay. Fuck. Was like, yeah, some fucking weird guy in my classes came and 
thing. You know, nowadays that's really not cool. Back then, everyone laughed at that shit. You know, yeah. fucking weirdo, weird guy. But nowadays, we'll fuck you up for saying yeah. anything wrong. Bear the bear. Bear the bear. Yeah, even worse, my <laughs> fucking. Oh, by the way, I spelled bear wrong too. I didn't spell it B E A R. I spelled it B A R E. All right, bear the naked. This guy's bear, bro. Yeah, I was. I was an ESL kid, man. Don't blame me. And uh, and for those who don't know, man, you, you, you briefly mentioned you said uh, you're Persian. Is that is Persian, that correct? Iranian, okay, yeah. weird. What? Um, that's wild. And how like uh, how relevant is your kind of like your heritage in your in your home? Is that not something at that's all. like really? Eh? Not, well, like I can speak the language, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not something that's stopping me from anything. Yeah, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Like you know, like I don't be like, okay, I have to date another Persian. I have to live Persian. I have to eat Persian. You know, of course, very, of course. Because growing up, I grew up in Scarborough, right? And I grew up in like an immigrant household, obviously. Mm. But my mom worked a lot of jobs, so right. I grew up with babysitters. So like, one babysitter would be white, one babysitter would be black. Indian, Indian was huge. Right. India was a huge part of my life. Right. Sri Lankan, everybody. I was, wow. I used to come home. And my mom's like, used to smell like curry all the time. <laughs> wow. I love Indian food, by the way. I'm a big fan, if that matters to anybody out there. King Tandoori in Brampton. Shout out to them. <laughs> shout out Bram- no shout outs to Brampton, but all <laughs> shout outs to Brampton at the same time. All roads lead to Brampton. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. We can't give them that much credit, you know? <laughs> but hey, man, we got listeners from Brampton. We can't. Can't diss him like that. But, um, but, oh, fuck this guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking white boy coming talking about Brampton and shit, bro. Yo, pre-workout, pre-workout, pre-workout just gets get so hard, bro. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jamil? Uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you lived in Toronto before you came to Pickering. Yeah, Toronto, Jarvis and Dundas, right in the heart of the city. Okay, <laughs> we were in Regent Park. Yeah, you gotta let everyone know he was from the hood, you know. Give, give him the credit. <laughs> hey man, this is lived experience. Man. <laughs> but we made it though. We made it. We made it but to yeah, Pickering, man. man. I, remember I came here um, summer, going into grade nine. Didn't know anybody. Just moved in. First exit when we got like when we were moving into the crib was White's Road. I'm mm. like, ah oh, shit, this is what my life's about to be like. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. Well, yeah, exactly. But no, nah, it was it was blessed. Like from living in the city, like just not being safe mm. you know what i mean we had like a crack house on my floor at jarvis and dundas which is supposed to be like a decent area right so my mom was like all right we got to get out of here move to pickering mm. fast forward like first day of grade nine i'm like shitting myself i don't know anybody i'm dead ass scared you see this mayor yeah. the bear walk around you're like what the fuck's going then, on bro no one recognized me i don't even think we met till like grade 10 or did we meet? If wow. we met in grade nine, this it was guy like, didn't remember when we met. Yeah, chill out, bro. <laughs> we we met, met in grade nine. It was to, it was like it was warm summer middle, of grade nine, bro. <laughs> summer of grade nine. So Sun was, was in the 10. sky. There was clouds. So Lil Wayne was still the best rapper alive. You know, it was a different time, man. <laughs> Lil Wayne is always the best rapper. Alive. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. But yeah, man. I remember like one of the biggest things for me was like, bro, why do these guys want to be gangsters? <laughs> like, yeah. yo, I came from like I came from like the brownstones in Regent Park. Mm. To Pickering, and I'm like, bro, you guys have like five hundred thousand dollar houses. <laughs> Why are you trapping? You have not. You have both parents, hundred thousand plus income. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like one of the first things that was super weird to me. But obviously, I got used to it. But uh <laughs> <laughs> we actually, we, me and Jamil were actually in a very bad situation once, grade ten year. Do you remember? <laughs> there was gonna be a drive by. What and, the hell? And Jamil took me to it, but he didn't take me. Our friends lived in a trap house, and I remember at the back of my head, I was 
freaking out. I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here because they were like, yo, there's going to be a drive-by. <laughs> and then I'm telling Jamil, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. But Jamil had just recorded a song with these guys. Was <laughs> oh, Jamil shit. was trying to keep his street cred up. You know, I'm hard too, you know? <laughs> and then some, boy. somehow I, I persuaded him to get outside the house so we could leave. And then we ended up staying outside the house, so which Whoa, made everything worse. <laughs> At that point, I'm sweating buckets. Like, I don't want to die. It, uh, Jamil's talking to the guy his arms are getting crossed he starts leaning on the green box I'm like okay I just accepted my death at this point and then <laughs> luckily the drive-by never happened <laughs> they just drove yeah. by to say hello you guys heard about a drive-by and you stayed yeah we, <laughs> you're like <laughs> maybe bro, that's as hard as Pickering gets bro we stay in our drive-bys <laughs> live by the no, gun I'm a the only time I ever ran was a track meet <laughs> 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 don't fuck around bro don't yeah. fuck around <laughs> Oh my, yo, that's the title of this episode, actually. The only time I ran was that attract me. That's you know, cool. I actually wrote down ESL to YSL. <laughs> okay, true. No that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. relatable. <laughs> but no, those are both good. Yeah. Um, that's, that's real life right there, man. Mm. Yo, tell us, uh, tell us more about these tracks that uh, Jamil was recording. Yeah, yeah Jamil was, uh, he went by the name of Jay Mills, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. The and, original. And the song started with, how to, yeah, it started, it's your boy Jay Mills, and I'm back with the Gully Boys. <laughs> <laughs> he says the n-word after that <laughs> talk it, talk s actually why, wait can we swear on this yeah of course man. Right. maybe and don't say the n-word i was gonna say shit of course of course of course <laughs> yeah he said the n-word shit get hit with that gully toy you. <laughs> it's your boy jay mills and i'm back with the gully boy talking shit i'm gonna hit him with that gully wait, toy why did you skip the n-word <laughs> you, you don't have to you <laughs> why'd you skip the n-word just now <laughs> okay, that's, do what, that's do what Pickering does to you. This guy's a Pickering man. <laughs> do a hundred more bars real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Still need to hit us with a hundred more. Not even a thirty-two yeah. right now. Uh, you, know who, you know who probably has it? Pavin. Pavin. He Pavin the deep. Pavin. Pavin yeah. Badesha. Wow. Yo, Pavin had that song <laughs> to like third-year university. <laughs> Holy shit. And yo, he had like a flip phone. I remember third-year university. I seen him at Boston Pizza. He's like, yo, I still have their song, bro. <laughs> you want to hear it? Come on. I got Crown Royal in the trunk. Come listen to it. Yo. Yo. <laughs> every time I saw facts, Pavin no was at a house party and he only had Crown, Crown Royal. Royal yeah. That's a hey. fact. That is a fact. Uh, my man is true to his heritage. Yeah, I I actually used that guy's GNC card for like three years. (laughs) He had a GNC membership. I used to go because I don't want to pay for it. So I'd say, I'm Pavin Badisha. And they'd look at the name. They'd look at me and they'd look back down and be like, hey, man. (laughs) Here we go. I was was born in the country, you know. (laughs) Just came out white. (laughs) Um, Damn, man. Damn. Well, listen, you know what, Jamil? Uh. Regardless of you doing this, uh, working on the flips of the business side of music right now, we always will always be in support of a music career, all right? Just know this. <laughs> know this about you, man. Whenever you're ready to drop 16 bars, man. Bro, I have three albums already. Though. I'm just waiting for the right time, bro. Yeah. What are the what are the I'm, names I'm of the projects? I'm waiting for Young Vinyl to blow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't want to... This is the thing, bro. I'm a stand-up guy. Right. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to drop these albums and then overshadow my <laughs> <Yeah>. son. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm away for him. This guy's so nice. Yeah, what a great guy. <laughs> Fucking nicest guy ever. Like, damn. And then I'm going to ruin his career. Take over everything. Yeah. <laughs> I got like three John Vinyl diss shots. ready to go. <laughs> Headshot. <laughs> kill shot. <laughs> no Eminem. <laughs> yeah, no Eminem. We could talk about that after. Um, I don't but... think we want to. <laughs> <laughs> we got to address it. It's Pickering uh, co- <coughs> content, I guess you could say. That's right, man. Bay yeah. Ridges would love. Oh, my Ridges goodness. Went crazy when that song dropped. That's right. South of Bailey or South of uh yeah, South of Bailey, man. Like if you talk about Eminem poorly, 
you might get your you might get dick beat chopped up. off. So just be careful, man. I know you're not from here. Uh, I know you've seen worse things in Scarborough, but uh, white people in Pickering are. Yeah, Eminem is. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say about M? (laughs) (laughs) Eminem is for people who know all of the Bass Pro Shop locations in (laughs) town. Eminem is for people who own six pairs of ACG boots. (laughs) Keep going, baby. Eminem is for people who own the iPhone SE. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yo. Damn, I'm hurt. No, man, come on. Is this SE? Yeah, bro, it's SE, man. <laughs> all right, that's all right, man. You can rate it. You can rate it. How many Eminem songs you got on there? <laughs> <laughs> your playlist, bro. Is that a Kamikaze t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, okay. this That was a personal attack. Uh, but yeah, man, I'll take it. That's fine. That's okay. Navik, uh, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I had a conversation with Navik uh, maybe like two months ago. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to really like Eminem. Uh, so, you know, it's okay. If you want to expose me, I'll expose you too, okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> know this. I live my truth. <laughs> I think it's the first time Navik and I have ever beefed on air. So this is healthy. Wow. Thank you for bringing this out of <laughs> us. Right out of the culture. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I got to come clean, Mayor. Uh, Jamil exposed this earlier and he told me to ask you about uh, your time at McDonald's and maybe some uh, of the fraudulent shit you my, uh, my humble beginnings. You know what, though? This is really important because I'm the only one in this room who hasn't worked at McDonald's. So I really want you guys to bond oh, over this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, which location? Count Finch. Okay, yeah. First he job. wasn't part of the squad, bro. <laughs> Pickering only, bro. PK. Where you work was stress. Yeah. Yo, our McDonald's was a club. Not <laughs> Jamil's wasn't. <laughs> okay. Jamil's. J- First of all, Jamil worked at McDonald's, just to put that out there too, Mr. Ask Mayor question. (laughs) Jamil was a good boy at McDonald's. Jamil tucked in his shirt. Yo, my McDonald's, it was actually like... Your McDonald's was the hood. It was the hood, yeah. Which one were you at? At Brock Road. Oh, are you at Liverpool? Liverpool. Oh, okay, okay. Asha worked at Brock Road too, Asha, yeah. The whole gang worked there, bro. We used to... Fight in the back room. Yo, we used to fight managers. I swear Jesus to God, like fist Christ. fight. Yeah, we used right. to fist fights. We used to. I used to. That that same manager came to my McDonald's and fucked me up. Yeah, that, yeah that, shit, what the fuck? Yo, we used to do some crazy shit at that McDonald's. We used to. The craziest thing of all is we used to party together at that McDonald's too. <laughs> like people would drink in the back room. We used to do a lot of shit. That yo, by the way, I'm still not fired from that McDonald's. I never <laughs> went in to sign my. My <laughs> form, I just stopped showing up. So you're pulling to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> I, believe it or not, I still use someone's discount on my phone. Oh, from shit. It's an African guy, too. I'm not going to say the name, but every time I go in to use the thing, the guy, they again, it's like the GNC thing with Pat. Right. They look at me like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. But uh, yeah, McDonald's was uh, definitely a great experience. We we had a, lo- a lot of fun there, actually. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. <laughs> yeah, it was there for me during my breakup. Swear yeah. to God. Remember... 7 a.m. We used to go in there with tears. Shit. Was there during our depression days. Damn. Days that you didn't oh. know if you were going to pass accounting. McDonald's was there for you. It was wow. a family. I'll never, I'll never hate on someone working at McDonald's. <laughs> and, uh, That's and did you work there while you were in university as well? Uh, I didn't tell people this, but uh, for two years, yeah. Hey, man, listen, man. You got to commodified labor, man. You got to get out. You live it. Yeah, I was very... Uh, First two years of university, I was like, okay, I'm not going to leave McDonald's. I'm just not going to let anyone see me. So put me in the kitchen only. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then I remember one night, I wor- I only worked one night. And I guess a party in Pickering, one of my friend's parties, they had the after party. McDonald's is always an after party. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah, just yeah, say, yeah, we can yeah. all say that. In Pickering, yeah. everyone shows McDonald's. And I was in the kitchen, and people started taking photos of me, laughing uh, at me, throwing fuck. shit at me. So after that, like, right, you know what? I got to quit. I got off this. So thing. I never showed up again. Damn. Damn. And then, yeah, from there, I... I went into a lot of other jobs. I've worked. I've worked everywhere from a law firm 
to a graphic. I worked as a graphic designer. Oh, shit. I, swear to God. I don't know shit about graphic design. <laughs> I worked at a, I worked for the United Way, believe it or not. Oh, uh, what? I've had. You should have said your nickname was Finesse King. <laughs> <laughs> I've 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 been through some shit, man. <laughs> let's just say that. All right, so let, let's walk through some of these things. How did you find yourself working at? We'll start with the law firm. How did you find yourself working at a law firm? So in my program, I went to Ryerson for graphic That's communication right. management. Okay, so we have two uh, two alums. That's right. Also, Ryerson alum right here. Program business management. Okay, so where do you work now? Um, nowhere. <laughs> 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 I have a job that is uh, very bad. Hey, man, it's okay. It's okay. Soul out of my body. It's okay. All my friends, every single person I know that graduated from Ryerson did not do anything with their degree. Actually, no, I know a couple. Actually, <laughs> but they're not happy. Let's right. just say that. Yeah, honestly, same. yeah. Like even for me, uh, my program promised you jobs when you graduate, and they were not good jobs. Then mm. that's the reason I was in business management first year, business technology management, and I remember I was the one guy in the class that wasn't brown because BTM <laughs> was all brown guys, which right. is fine because I technically am brown. Right. But they were very smart. Mm. I was a finesser. Right. So we didn't relate at all. Like I'd be like, yeah, man, I just I just did this, and they'd be like, oh, I studied. <laughs> like, oh. So I was like, okay, fuck, I don't relate to the guys. So second year, I ended up meeting a guy in my class, and literally he just said one thing to me, and I ended up switching my entire program. He's like, yeah, he's like, you can take marketing still, and just come here, it's easier. And that for some reason, I thought this guy knew the answer. Yeah, and I switched my entire life around Shit. to become a printer. So I'm like Michael <laughs> Michael Scott. Shout yeah, out to the yeah, office. Yeah. That's, Shout that's, out Michael Scott. Literally, believe it or not, my program taught you about paper. Oh, for we real? Learned about the opacity of paper, thickness of paper, all that <laughs> shit. But I won't talk bad on that because that program introduced me to my friend Rami, mm-hmm. who ended up becoming Ram Riddles yep. and Yegan, right. and took me around the world. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. If I didn't have that program, I wouldn't have ended up there. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, you wouldn't be the Renaissance man. The Renaissance man. Yeah, that's Stand right. Guy. That's right. Certified finesse. Oh yeah. What was it? The question: How did I end up yeah. at a law firm? Yeah. Yeah. So I, had yeah. Get, I had to get an internship. Okay. And I ended up finding an internship at a law firm and I bullshitted it. (laughs) And I ended up staying at the law firm for probably three weeks. Damn. And then I stopped showing up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, screw this job. Seems to be a recurring thing. (laughs) I am a great worker, though, by the way. Don't, you know, man, they're out here. Don't discount this guy, man. Look at his LinkedIn, man. Yeah, no, don't check out my LinkedIn. (laughs) My LinkedIn is pretty fucked up. Lots of places I didn't work. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a Nike CMO <laughs> from 2017 to 2018. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I ended up getting an internship there and then I never went back. And then that's when I became a graphic designer. Crazy. Okay. So way. how did you, okay. So first of all, was there, have you ever had any interest or was it just like, yeah, this is just like, the thing I is, is my program said you were going to learn graphic design ah. and you didn't learn graphic design. You learned graphic design for like one class Word. and then you never touched on it again. Right. So I was like, okay, well, let me put something on my resume. Maybe yeah. I want to be a <laughs> yeah. and I'll just watch YouTube videos. Of course. And then I remember, like, my first week working there, they threw a project at me, and I was <laughs> stressed the fuck out. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. So I just went on YouTube, and I learned how to live trace. Oh, shit. And that changed my entire summer. <laughs> I just fucking did what I had to do, and they all thought I was... Everyone that worked there was old women, so they didn't know what was going on. Right, right, right. Like, I could have done anything, you know? Mm-hmm. They didn't know. So I just did that. I did very well there. Yeah, you know, they took care of me. They gave me fifty bucks when I, my last day there. Oh wow! <laughs> fifty every, bucks. The thing about sick about that job though was every morning you'd sit there and have an hour long conversation before you started work. You would just oh, say what you did on the, last night, what you did on the weekend, any upcoming things. Yeah. All old women though. Right. I was the one guy, so I never really told them about my real life. Right, right, right. I wouldn't tell them. Oh yeah, last night I was at a concert 
my buddy performed and yeah. I was fucking getting hammered on stage. Right, right. I was just like, yeah, I went to the cottage with my girlfriend and my dog. <laughs> and, you know, I was a nice, humble man. Kept it nice. Kept it. Never told him anything. Yeah, of course. They tried to add me on Facebook. Blocked. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Hit the axe, getting bro. over there with me. <laughs> Yo, that is wild, man. That is super wild. And do you think that, like, that, do you think that stems from anything? Like, is there any members of your, members of your family who... Uh, kind of followed a similar path in, in terms of finessing or like, do you feel like it was just people around you that kind of inspired you? You, you know, to... what's really weird is that, so I never really met my father, but my father was an actor. Mm. Oh shit. So I never met him. So I can't say he, oh yeah, he made me become a bullshitter. Right, right, right. Maybe bullshitting was in my inheritance. Right, right, right. I don't know. It's also because I grew up with a lot of different cultures and races too, right? Because mm. like I had to always blend in where I didn't belong. Right. Because I was always, my mom worked, a lot of jobs so mm. i was always in other households so i took in a lot of different characters i guess you could yeah say. yeah yeah I absolutely becoming those characters which is weird to say it's not something i'm proud of for sure but for if sure. you throw me in a scenario you can ask jamil <laughs> i can get myself out of it <laughs> like i've gotten into ovo fest with fake tickets oh, so shit. shout out to drake <laughs> you know, oh my god we, we, we've had our fair share of fucked up nights <laughs> places that we shouldn't have been <laughs> Wow, man. This sounds like the intro to, uh, like, Jamil's next mixtape right now, man. We need a mad reverb and just the super quiet room. We've been in a lot of places we haven't been. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like the intro to, uh, what is it, uh, Pound Cake by uh, Drake. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's, what, that's what we need, man. No, Mary starts talking. I to say, Look, I was right around my city. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey man shout out to meek mill and drake finally professing their love for each other man i've been saying this from the start i was gonna i uh i don't know if i told you this but i've been saying this from the jump i didn't tell you okay all right cool i'll tell you right now but uh i legit was like yo like i'm about to write a fan fiction (laughs) and like (laughs) give this to tmz and shit and just come up with this whole conspiracy theory about how they set up this beef just so they can hide from the public that they're like gay lovers (laughs) like (laughs) nikki is just like she's playing along too she's like nah listen like i'll take on meek like we'll make this happen and then this whole baby thing happened with drake because you know maybe he's bisexual he doesn't know himself yet you know uh, listen, man, it was a whole thing. I was about to leak. I was about to make a lot I of money. I actually hate of it, fan fictions. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know they were a thing. And someone wrote one about Ram Riddles. Oh, really? One of the stories, I was in it. Oh, really? And they, call, they addressed me as a bald man. Oh, like, we man. see you, baldy. And then I read it. I'm like, yo, fuck this. I'm not retweeting this. <laughs> yo, fucking bastard. I'm not bald. I still got some hair left. Amazon <laughs> history straight rogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hair growth pills. <laughs> Real life shit, bro. Um, but no, for real, fan fiction is just like, it's weird, man. There's a lot of weird shit. I didn't shit, know it was a thing. I actually yeah. didn't know that part of the world li- existed. Yeah, man. You think about like uh, like any like major like child like fiction novel that you can think of, like Twilight, Harry yeah. Potter, any of those things, mad There's a following fiction. behind it, right? There's always like mad fan fiction for like, for like so much shit. Like it, there's always like some kind of like side story yeah. someone makes up. Um, but uh, You know, it's crazy when you meet those people in real life. Yeah. And like I've met people like that in like places like Copenhagen, Finland, or like Denmark. Right. I like our smaller shows. Like I've talked to the fans. Right. 
and I'll be like, because there's a thing on the internet called KTT, mm. Kanye to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were when we were a thing, it was called Kanye to the University. Do you remember that? We used yeah. to go up there and pretend we knew what we were looking at. <laughs> We'd look at like Balenciagas and be like, "Oh, these shoes are sick." <laughs> you know? We never afford it. But um. Bro, I got Balenciagas in high school. Nah, nah, nah <laughs> high school. Five sixty, bro. Oh yeah, this guy did. But you know, we were, we were humble kids too there. So. <laughs> Jam- Jamil was humble kids in his yagas, bro. <laughs> Jamil was a buy and release kind of guy, you know, buy and sell. This guy only. Flipped it. He didn't buy it to stunt. I bought it. I stunted, and then I flipped it. <laughs> and, and then you hit it with the Jason Mark before it was Jason. This Mark. was before Jason Mark. What, what did we even use? Bro, Water I was using and soap. My mom's detergent. <laughs> yeah, Water dude, and dish soap. Tied and downy. <laughs> I am Jason Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy sold Jason Mark to Jason Mark. Actually, um, but no. Speaking of uh, speaking of Rami, speaking of Yegan, um, so you you said that you you. Uh, met these guys while you while you were in university um and how kind of like deep into their musical process um had you kind of gotten to know them was that something that wasn't even in the realm of like existence so this is like off the record <laughs> this is like a first time actually no jake's said it in a couple of interviews but me rami yegan this guy named Rookie, shout out to Rookie, and Samsung Shadi, and a guy named Dune, <laughs> which his name is Brandon. We had a group called the Wet Boys. Oh shit! And we used to make really bad music. Okay, <laughs> I I had the first. I was one of no, actually I wasn't the first, but that crew was the first to get a Ram Riddles feature. Wow! And we used to make some stupid music, put it out there, and it was like among friends only. Like we wouldn't show it to the world because yeah. it was actually like. So we said yeah, some yeah, fucked yeah, yeah. up shit on those songs. <laughs> yeah. And it happens, it that happens. was my rap name was Big Mac Back. Wow. And Internet trolls do your thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh no 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 we've we've took we've taken everything <laughs> taking down. Taking it down since like, okay. Smart. And then uh Rami put it on the internet and you know it's their stuff. No, it's hundred I made sure we're <laughs> no. never we're not gonna catch that lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, and then Rami's career somehow overnight blew up. Yeah. And he yeah, actually yeah. became Ram Riddles. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I remember the crazy thing was, is like I watched it all unfold in front of me. Yeah, of course. Because he was in school with me. I remember him coming to us saying, "Yo, I want to make this song," and it was "Sweeter Man." Mm. And then he played in the song, and then me, him, Yegan, our boy Brandon, I came up with an idea for a part of the music video, mm. like the part where there's a smoke and he's in front of the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we went to an abandoned factory to shoot the video, and we absolutely got garbage footage like <laughs> i knew absolutely nothing but what i was doing and i was pretending i'm a director so yeah. <laughs> i literally got there and didn't do anything i just got there and just let him do his thing yeah yeah yeah. and then we put the video up on youtube and literally that video took like nine months to edit by the way that really? video for some god known reason took a long time to edit. <laughs> and then one day he called me and he's like yo i got a dm to take the song down and then Ooh. I was like, holy shit, this is big. Like, you know, what the fuck? Like, I'm freaking out. Yeah. And at the time, I had a friend who was affiliated with the OVO camp. Mm. So, you know, I was like, yo, yo, find out information. And right. I was like, I'm not anymore, but at one point in my life, I was a very big Drake fan. Okay. okay? I was a diehard. Listen, man, it's okay, man. I was a fan fiction. No, I wasn't a fan fiction. <laughs> but I, I was borderline fan fiction, you know? Like, anything Drake, I was all about it. Right. So, I was excited, obviously. And mm. then the song ended up to getting taken off YouTube. And then April, which was Coachella time, I right. got a call one day from somebody, from one of my buddies, and he's like, yo, yo, listen, listen. And it was like 3 a.m. L.A. time and 6 a.m. Toronto time. Right. And he's, he recorded the part of Drake singing on our beat. Crazy. So I was like, holy shit. So I called Rami. It was 6 in the morning. And for some reason, he was up. Like, I don't even know why. It was so weird that he was up. It was 6 in the morning. And I'm like, yo. And then like, he was like, bro, we don't know anything about this. Like, what's this? Like, he didn't believe me. Yeah. You know, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, no one's, like, we haven't talked about this yet. Mm-hmm. 
And then from there, Drake addressed it. And then, boom, I seen this guy's career just explode yeah. into something. Yeah, super wild, man. It's crazy because I used to come and tell these guys the stories. Yeah. And now the script has flipped. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. He's coming and telling me stories. Of course, you know? of like, course, like yeah. Even bigger than what we were expecting it to be, you know? Like, but it also gave us all, like, motivation to see, like, yo, your dreams can come true. Yeah, man. before, like, you always thought small, you know? Okay, I have to go to university, get a job. Then it's like, wait, hold on. There's a whole other world here that, yeah. like, you can actually give into. Yeah, know? man. Like, and it's crazy because a lot of, we, if you think about it, how many of your friends are becoming musicians? That's the thing. Yeah. It's scary. Everyone I know, every friend group I'm part of, somebody's a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, is everyone going to be chasing their dreams forever? <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. society going to go? But the thing is, is that you're also led by things like Instagram, Twitter, social mm. media that put you into that place of saying, okay, oh, this guy's doing it, so I can do it. Let yeah. me promote it out as much as I can. But at the end of the day, only the strong will survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is a spooky thought to get But think also about. the strong... Also, the weaker are making it too. Fuck. <laughs> we're all doomed. Yeah. Just don't drop out of school and don't get face tats. Yeah. Wait, till, wait till you make it. Yeah, man. Just like save like, uh, I don't know. Save some money, guys. <laughs> Look into auto yeah, investing, invest, please. Invest. <laughs> um, Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, real quick, did you go on tour with him while you were at Ryerson or after? Uh, so the thing that was crazy was that I had two exams. So the first official Europe tour was in 2017. Wow, oh, okay. And Basically, I had two exams in the month of April. So for some reason, I had taken online courses my last year of university. I don't know why I took, I hated online courses. I always failed if I took an online course. I'd right. drop out before the final right. So <laughs> I, some reason, took it. I was like, all right, whatever. And the, I took two classes that I knew absolutely nothing about. One was women in Islam. Right. So that's <laughs> already, I, that's I don't know why I did that. That's, yeah, and that's super intense. The other one was like geography of Toronto, thinking I would have known the geography of Toronto. Yeah. Because I know direction or something. Right. <laughs> and I ended up finding out about the tour. So I'm like, all right, let's go. We're going. And I did my final exam. Literally, when we landed in Amsterdam, I had to do my women in Islam exam. Wow. And our crew, that like crew over there is dominantly Muslims. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go to these guys and they're going to have all the answers. Oh, no. Not one person had a proper <laughs> answer. They're like, why the fuck are you doing your exam on a plane? Like, I was literally tethering my internet from my phone to my laptop oh, as we're walking to the airport answering questions about the Quran and yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so scary. Oh, and I got, a D, I got a D minus on it in the Fuck. end, but I didn't need, it was an elective, so I didn't really need that. Right, right, right. Of course, it's still, you know, I got a high GPA. <laughs> anyone, anyone listening wants to hire me one day. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, I went on, I went on tour right at the end of university. Okay. So that was the first time that you ever... The first time. Okay. And then this year was the second time. Amazing. And then obviously we had the one-off shows here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what spawned that for for you? Was it kind of something, you know, an idea that you had? Like, hey, man, like, uh, you know, you had some ideas for something that you could kind of bring to it. Was it something that... Uh, it was more so... They, they approached we were, you? Like, we were all just in the right place in the same mindset. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's... At first, he didn't need somebody to be there. Like, mm-hmm. That job of who I am to him, right. like the day-to-day stuff, right. was not needed. It was like, okay, I can do it myself. But as he became more and more busier, right. there was a need for it. And then it, always someone would take that role on. Yep. But then they would become clustered with their own life as well. Right. You know, and it's it's it it's hard. Going on tour is hard. It's not easy. Like, yeah. of course, it's fun. You, we glamorize the idea of, okay, yeah, I'm going to go on tour and we're going to fuck bitches. You know? like, that's what everyone <laughs> thinks. But half our crew is, has girlfriends. You know, we're right. all faithful men. Right. So it doesn't first faithful of all kings. work. <laughs> Shout out to all the faithful kings. Out now there. we have to cut that out. <laughs> bastard. It's fucking I'm the CEO of the Faithful Black Man Association. You're no, but yeah, like it's actually believe it or not, if you're an upcoming artist, you don't have time for this whole 
having sex with everybody and mm. drinking every night. You literally, like, <clears throat> let me give it a breakdown. You land in the country, you go do sound check, you come back, you eat, you get dressed, you shower, whatever, back to the venue, do the show, go to the after party, get on a flight in the morning for the next show, right. for the next country. And you don't spend time in the country as much as you want to. Like, sometimes you get an off day here and there, yep. but you're on the run. You're yeah, not sleeping. The yeah. only time you're sleeping is literally on the plane. Wow. That's the only time. So I bought one of those ostrich pillows. Oh, you bury your head inside the pillow, <laughs> and I swear to God, it's the best investment because you knock out. Damn. But it's like you're on the run, run, run all the time. Yeah, no kidding. You, if you don't have energy, and if you, you get tired of the people you're around, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you, your team has to be strong mentally <laughs> as well. Of course. You know, and it's like you have to pick up the slack that other people won't do. Like you got to be the guy to wake everyone up. You got to be the guy to, you know, don't oversleep. You right. got to be on your on the ball. Yeah. And. We also have a lot of guys in our crew that always party too. We all party. Right. It's just someone has to always be up. Watching yeah, 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 yeah. Someone has to be the dad, the of annoying course. guy. And is that is that the role I, that you essentially take on? I ended up on? becoming that role. Right. But, you know, I take a lot of. Listen, man, it's not a bad thing. Role. Like you said, like everyone, every people in retrospect will realize how important it is to yeah, have someone who's, who's organized. Yeah. Right. And yeah, it's just it's been fun. You know, we've done a lot of shows, went a lot of places, traveled a lot. Yeah. Eat a lot of good food. Of course, that's our favorite thing. So know? when that so when that first started out for you, what was that? What was that experience like? I I think the theme for for this episode so far is that, uh, and you you kind of mentioned this off the record too. Is like you just gotta go in headstrong sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like it, that was very much the case in this scenario as well. Was there anything or like anyone that you spoke to ahead of time before going out there, kind of taking on these like you know essentially this like daily operations role you know was there the any was, there was information no preparation for it it wasn't right. really it was more so learning by doing it yeah. was more so like being put in the scenario and being able to make the decision on yeah. the spot because everything you do is on the spot of course it's like obviously there's things that are preset but then you get there and let's just say you get to a show okay a microphone's missing okay our auto-tune's missing crazy and you gotta like you know, I got obviously luckily Yegan knows what he's doing, so I yeah. can always like, okay, what do you want me to do? And then boom, go do it. Yeah. Because the thing is, is also I remember one time I was having a conversation with the guys, and the guy was like, "Oh, so you're the bitch of the crew?" Wow. I'm like, okay, well, no, no. First, first of all, all my name's Mayor. <laughs> nice to meet you. Respect me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's you got to be the like, you got to be the heart of it. You got to make yeah. sure you're keeping everything together because it can easily fall apart and it can be really bad for everybody. Yeah. So it's like you got to know if someone says, "Yo, go get me this," you don't take it to heart. You're, that's your job. This is what you're here for. Yeah. It's never personal. Mm -hmm. you know. And I like what I do. I like going out with these guys. I like having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, believe it or not, I have a lot of fun. Of it's course. It's always laughter where we are. Like, we just got home this morning from Vancouver. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And what was that like? How was how was it in Vancouver? BC is different. It's like, well, it's like Toronto. Was it your first time out there? It was my first time out there. Okay. Very beautiful. But it's very, uh, like, we ended up first in Vancouver, which is very Toronto-like. Then we ended up in, like... Victoria. Victoria, yeah, which on is the bit, island. Which is like a bit like Coburg to me. Word. It's beautiful there. But small town vibes. Small town vibes, exactly. But it's big. So I, I, I don't know. If it's hard to explain, but right. we stood out. We were very, like, you know, we were the guys wearing chains, <laughs> wearing bright colored tracksuits. Right, right, right. Like, everyone was like, looking at us like, what the fuck are these guys? <laughs> you know, like, but it was very, uh, yeah, it was a sick experience. And it's different because you all, everyone who was there was from Toronto. Daniel really? Caesar was out there. Oh man, Jesse Reyes. Was what out was there. the festival? Was it Squamish? That's Riff, not the festival. No, Squamish got bankrupt. Really? Yeah. Apparently they went bankrupt. Oh shit! It was uh, Rifflandia. Rifflandia. Okay. 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 So yeah, Come Down was out there. So yeah, we linked up with a lot of those guys. But amazing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's wow. fun times. And uh, if you kind of looking back on all of them, is there one experience or one place that you've toured that just like? You're trying to wash from your memory. Is there any place that was just like Copenhagen? Copenhagen. Really? Oh my god! Was that your first first time in Copenhagen? 
again, Copenhagen is cool, but we had crazy weird vibes. Like our 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 Airbnb was weird, first of all. Okay. And it got to the point where we all slept in the same room. Oh, shit. Because we looked out the window, there's a guy with a top hat standing at the window <laughs> with a fucking trench coat on. So we're like, yo, it's a vampire. And you know, we're like what freaking the fuck? out. And then they have a street there called uh, Cristania Street, which is also called Pusher Street. I don't oh, know if shit. you guys have heard of it, but it's like an post-anarchy street some shit like that i don't know the, the guy was like first of all the guy that told me about the place was an indian taxi driver and <laughs> he's, he's like yo he don't go heavy there. accent i'm like okay well, i don't know what he's saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Go over there and apparently there's two rules you can't bring your phone out and you can't run but police don't come there jeez and you can buy that's where you go to buy weed damn so, okay okay it's like i don't know how to explain it. like i hope people are not listening to this thing you're just fucking idiots i don't know what he's talking about <laughs> but from what i remember it was that and like when you, the moment we got there, is like a big sign that said no cameras. You know? Right. And then like you'd go to like, mer- I don't know if you guys played RuneScape. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, do you remember? Yeah, there were like little merchants. Yeah. It was literally like under umbrellas. <laughs> you'd go to them and the guy'd be like, you want moon rock? What do you want? <laughs> you buy something, get your thing. <laughs> moon rock. But I think it's, I'm not a big fan of smoking. Right. So like, for me, nothing cool was there. Right. And I wanted to go get a croissant. <laughs> and I, and I, I just wanted a Danish yeah. pastry. <laughs> so I asked the guy, I'm like, yo, is there weed in this? And the guy looked at me like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> no. I think I'm a baker. <laughs> what are you, what are you, weed in a croissant? What, are, what is this? What kind of sick fuck? And I'm like, oh, I'm just making sure, man. He's like, just, no. Like, <laughs> but yeah, cheesed. It, it was a pretty, yeah, I didn't like Copenhagen. I didn't have a good time there. Mm. And in the morning time, when we were leaving the hotel, I went to go eat scrambled eggs. What I thought was scrambled eggs, and I took a full spoonful, bit into it. It was a fucking thing of butter. Oh, butter. <laughs> it was the most disgusting thing ever. Bro, oh my god! <laughs> all over the, all over the, all the butter that everyone else had. It was just salt and unsalted. Bro, it was death. I don't even remember what it was. Butter or margarine? I, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if it was butter. I can't believe yeah. At this point in my life, I don't know what it actually. I don't. Even, it, I can't even confirm if it was butter. It tasted like butter, <laughs> but it was disgusting. It looked like scrambled eggs. So fuck, man, that is yeah, awful. Copenhagen was not fun. Wow, and the people were not friendly. Hmm. But that's where I met all the uh, fan fiction people. Oh, true. Okay, like, that's was, what they're doing. They're spending their time living in a fantasy world. Some guy came up to me. He sits next to me. He goes, "So, what does it feel like to be part of a posse?" <laughs> and I don't know why I gave him that accent because that's not what they sound like either. But. And I was like, I don't know. We're just hanging out with your friends. Yeah. He goes, Do you fuck bitches? I'm like, no. He goes, Oh. And he's like, All right, that's it. That's it with me. He's, he's All like, right, cool. He's talk not to here you. Later. To talk to me. The boring guy. Yo, man, can you, that's uh, well. Can you talk about your best experience without incriminating yourself? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I went for tea. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. Honestly, I welcome love- to Narc FM. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking <laughs> being arrested. <laughs> <laughs> no my best experience with london Lo- i loved london so much that me and my girlfriend actually ended up going back oh shit i went to london three times in the past like few, i don't know how long has it been a year 2017 i went wow. three times that's okay. how much i like london wow okay 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 london was like toronto vibes were better yeah it, I, I, I can't explain something about there was just perfect like everything was just sick the food was good mm. That's our biggest show every year. Like London's London. always always sold out. What is the venue that uh, you guys play there? First we did XOYO. Nice. And then this year we did I think the garage. Crazy. But yeah, Amazing. it's always anyone from Toronto that goes out there kills it. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Like London it shows the most love. You think about uh this is just a little sidebar, but you think about uh diaspora groups in Toronto that have played a big part of cultural relevancy here. 
pre- predominantly uh, like um, African and West Indian groups. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's the same thing in London, but mm-hmm. like they've existed for much longer, much longer there, right? Yeah. So there's so much more embedded. Yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense. Like when people talk like, or when like. Uh, what was it when um, More Life came out and everyone was like, oh, like, why is, or like, how is, why is Drake like taking this UK slang or like, why is like UK slang, why are, and people in Toronto being like, oh, why are people in the UK using Toronto slang? He's like, guys, yeah. just think about it. It's just the same diaspora. It, it, it literally is. <laughs> yeah. And the thing was, is that I was sick, like from the people that I spoke to, like obviously mm. they love Toronto. And I was, I was walking with this guy, I don't remember what his name was, but we were walking to the venue. He goes, you know, I'm really big fan of the Toronto UK link up. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. The link up, so bro. The Toronto UK link up. And I'm like, yeah, let's keep this guy around. Let him say that a couple times. Let him open the show with that t- with that term. But I don't know, like they, the that fans there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the Toronto UK link up. Link up. But uh, yeah, no, they showed the most love out of there. And and the thing with I was sick is that was the first time people knew who I was. Oh, say you word, know, like, break that down for us. How that? How did you like become aware of this? The thing is, is we always, you always obviously get like the people who are super fans, not super fans, okay? Not, I don't want to make them sound weird. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. normal people. Yeah, okay? but they've been fans for a long time. They've been fans yeah, for yeah. a long time and they ended up catching like, you know, your slang of your crew or like what you and your crew do. Like, yeah, you know, they yeah, follow yeah. you guys on Instagram. And I remember this guy came up to me, he's like, yo, can I get a picture with you? And I'm looking around, like, me? Me? Like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm me? not Remy. I can and get him. over there. You want to go see him? And yeah. he's like, no, I, you're mayor, right? And I'm like, holy shit. Like, wow. You know? I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. Let's Damn. take a photo. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then um, I took a photo with him. And then he brought his buddy, and his buddy took a photo with me, too. And I'm like, holy shit. If I ever make it, yeah. you guys are coming <laughs> on tour. <laughs> the humbling Hype beginnings. Guys. Toronto, UK, Link up, bro. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, that was pretty cool. And then I ended up playing this fucking weird character i don't know where it came from <laughs> the character actually originated in miami with jamil over here it slept through the entire performance <laughs> of this guy, but Bro, that shit was like 7 a.m <laughs> yeah i woke up two of my close friends uh ahmed and rookie to go shoot a video with me at on miami beach <laughs> for no reason at all like there was no reason behind this video it was literally i envisioned it before i left from miami and i'm like yo i should shoot this okay, we video. have to do this let <laughs> me do it so i shot the video and then i remember when I went on tour, I brought the wig with me. Mm-hmm. And then Rami's like, yo, open the show with this guy. Let's Damn. see what people do. And then I did it. And believe it or not, when I was in Vancouver this weekend, someone came up to me and was like, hey, are you that funny guy? The guy with the wig? I'm like, me? me? <laughs> yes, I am. It's speaking. It's speaking. But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty weird. Like once people start recognizing, like, I guess you could say the third party. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. guys that literally are not the front line of it. Right. Obviously, Yeg and Rami are like, Everyone is insane for them. Of course. You know, I just, they go crazy. But then when they start coming to like the exterior crew, yep. like we have one of our friends, Ahmed, and Jake Yagen used to do this thing where he records him when he sleeps. <laughs> so he would be at York University and people would be sending him Snapchats. And they like, yo, your boy's walking. Yo, your boy's going to the washroom. Yo, your boy's <laughs> getting food. And it would just be him just getting food or like standing in the line. It was the most funniest thing on earth. But it's like, holy shit, so many people are watching yeah, 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 yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. There is a, a kind of like... It can be spooky, but I can also imagine that, yeah, it's certainly exciting. Obviously, yeah, time, right? a part of you is like, yeah, feed my ego. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, exactly. You yeah. got to be humble about it. Yeah. Just keep re- it down to earth. Yeah. Never let it get to your head. Hopefully no weirdos kind of enter the scene, you know? Oh, you wouldn't even imagine <laughs> the weirdos that we've met. Okay, man. Who, what's the worst one? What's the first one that comes to mind? Uh, I'm not going to say her name. Oh, yeah, yeah you don't need to. it was a fan <laughs> who wrote a fantasy to okay. Rami. And 
literally she told him she was like i'm gonna be the front row in the crowd so obviously like when i read the message i'm like okay, i'm gonna see if i can find this person it took five seconds i spotted the person standing front row going crazy like right. losing their mind and the moment he got off stage to go take photos of the fans right she was the first person she kissed him right away jumped on him kissed him and she was like going crazy for him like damn put, like he was sweating and she was just hugging him and like she's like i'm going to i love your nose you know she's saying like weird shit <laughs> like that i'm like holy fuck and then she would not leave him like i had to tell her okay yeah we got to get the other fans to take photos and then she's like, tell him, don't forget about me. And I was like, holy I love fuck. how this is how she crazy. sounds like, too. I love how this <laughs> is the voice you're giving her. She's she a fucking a little, pirate. She was a little goblin. <laughs> it was sick. Oh, my God. Remember the level five goblins in RuneScape? <laughs> <laughs> We've met real life goblins, man. We've met some, like, through the, like my friendship with this guy, I've met people that I never knew existed. Right. Like, people that I could not believe were, like, real. and Right. Like, living life which is cool like you know you meet different wa- like obviously living a regular life you meet <laughs> normal people but then yeah. here you meet people who are willing to put their like life on line for an artist or like do anything yeah. for the artist like stand you, like, or people crazy. who are standing yeah. you didn't think it was real especially for an artist that's not like drake level you know mm. like obviously he's big where he is and he has a cult following but yeah. it's like they're die hard it's like they have like we'll be in like G- germany in the middle of nowhere and a fan will have a pineapple tattoo on them wow like, wow like that's mm. sick that is super wild. Damn. But show them your pineapple tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> my lower ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> super wild. Um, so in terms of in, in terms of this, obviously, you know, it, it is kind of exciting to think about what the what the future holds. But um, have you ever considered, or is there ever a little part of you that thinks like I would love to do this for more than one artist? Is that something you've ever thought about? Uh I can imagine that's like daunting. Potentially, yeah. We also have like another artist that we're pretty close with Great. that I've dealt with a one-two of his thing. Yeah. But it's more so I'm learning as I'm going. Yeah. There, there isn't like a. The thing is, is the job of an official manager is very so who you know. Right. You know, but it's also not to say that you can't meet people. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. like I've met a lot of people through this guy as we've been going, and you know, it's you put a trust in who you're working with of as course. well. It's, it. Obviously, like, he can go and sign to a major manager and that guy will be plugged in with everybody. But it's mm-hmm. also, is that guy know who you are? Does that guy know your mood yeah. swings? Does that guy know how you feel? Does that guy actually care about Care about you? you. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, it's the same thing I said to Jamil. Like, Jamil couldn't have been a better manager for John. Mm. Nah, I'm going to start stroking this guy's <laughs> ego over here. But I mean, like, John has been in the studio for so long yeah. and Jamil didn't ever let him put out music. And even right. when, like, our boys would go over to his house and be like, yo, put this out, this song's sick. Yeah. Jamil always put his foot down and said no. A manager has to know you beyond the music. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to really know who you are. He has to be there invested in your life. You can't just hire somebody. And I think it's like a lot of artists, it's important to keep your main your main crew around. Yeah. Cause as soon as you go and you start hiring new people, you lose your identity. Right. You get shaped by the people you are you're around. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. And I truly believe that. If you don't keep your friends close to you, you end up changing, you end up becoming somebody else, and you end right. up losing your organic of who you are. Mm. So like that's why it has worked out for us. Because we've kept everything in house, right? You know, we obviously we ventured off here and there, but yeah. for most part of it, everyone on our team like is close to us, and it's yeah. like the same way like Jamil and John. You know, they're a tag team. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> if John ever got rid of this guy, yeah, <laughs> you hear that, John? Yeah, no, I, I so. mean, you know, we talked about this before. You know, I might actually, I might actually be uh, buying Jamil out as John's new manager. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a new idea. You know, I very recently was uh, was given the title of the third vinyl bro. So uh, yeah, I don't know if I share this with you, Nubek, but uh, you know what's funny is in Miami, 
they were trying to buy John out. Remember, <laughs> we had a, we had a couple of guys sending offers to John, saying, "Oh, get I'm the new manager now." Yeah. <laughs> Two lawyers actually. Oh shit! Yeah, one guy works for Merrill Lynch. Where's your Merrill Lynch? Oh my gosh! Ev- everyone's trying to invest in John vinyl stocks right now. Yeah, man, so that's the hot guy in the streets. Understandably, bro. yeah, no wow. kidding. I didn't take in that Jamil is like the Tommy Brown <laughs> to John's Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to pause this. Like, this guy is obsessed with Bobby Brown. This guy literally twenty minutes before you guys came pulls up a video of bobby brown he's like yo i think i want to recreate this video this shit is fire yo bobby brown is nice <laughs> yeah honestly in the 80s like He's he had it nice. on lock don't be cruel classic what classic, yeah. yo his fits bobby brown's his dance moves mm. is convinced bobby brown is convinced Swagging that he fucked a ghost all right bro, if i ever go to a bobby brown concert i'm throwing my boxes <laughs> at the stage <laughs> xl <laughs> dookie brown boxes hold that some ball sweat yeah <laughs> Balls went for Bobby. <laughs> Balls for Bobby. <laughs> no, but his uh, he got his brother to manage him when he went solo. And then his brother was like uh, real with him about everything. Mm. And then he kind of launched him. And then, you know, he got into coke and then fired his brother. But, you know... Um, you know, until then, you're like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. You know, John's got he's got a couple a uh, couple of good good kids around him. You know, three of them sitting in this room right here. I'm sure uh, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be all right. We'll keep him straight, but um, but I'm super excited. And I think uh, so. The moral of the story is don't let John do coke. Yeah, exactly. well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of John, it's his birthday today. Shout out to him. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, oh, birthday. JV. JV. Finally legal in the states. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah. It's funny is that when we brought we because he came for my birthday to Miami, right? And he kept telling us he's like, "You guys are so boring. You guys don't do anything." Because we were like, "Yo, we don't like partying." Yeah. <laughs> like we went to Miami and didn't party. I remember we landed. And remember the guy at the concierge? Yeah. He's like, all right, I got your whole night set up. You're going to go to this club. You're going to go to this club. Whoa. And we're like, yikes. None of us want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here to go sightseeing. So, in Miami? <laughs> like, why'd you guys come here? And we did sightseeing. And we loved Damn, it. Yeah. We're, uh, we're what are we, what, what, what are we call? We're family men. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do anything wild. You know, we had one drunk night. And this guy over here, Mr. Bellini, bottomless Bellini. Bottomless <laughs> Bellini. This guy got drunk at the at TGI the, Fridays over here. Where where do we even go? It was such it a. It was like some random restaurant. This guy was screaming at people and <laughs> shit. Bro, they had yo twenty dollars and they keep refilling your pitcher, bro. Uh, My G took dark. a pitcher. I finished two by myself. Once I was on a wave, I took care of the team. <laughs> I said, "Hey, yo, miss, let me get another one." Started pouring people shots because you're not supposed to share, right? Of course, right? Because it wouldn't make sense. That right, right, right. So I was like sneaking people shots. Yeah, everyone's getting lit. I'm lit. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we were it was crazy. Mean. Twenty dollars. I got at least like three people drunk. Damn. Yeah, we almost fired him that day. <laughs> yeah, uh, yo, I was about to be up. the next vinyl manager. Bro. <laughs> vinyl bro, man. Yeah, exactly. No, but that, the funny thing is that was the first time I've seen Jamil drunk since like 2000 and what, 2012. Oh, shit. I've never seen this guy drunk. Jamil's a, <laughs> Jamil's a fair-headed guy, you know? Fair-headed guy, man. The only reason I said fair because I read My Fair Lady. Oh, My there. Fair Lady. We got the, <laughs> we got the, the cassette tapes for? in the basement. I don't even know what fair-headed guy means. <laughs> <laughs> we just made that up, bro. <laughs> But yeah, no, it, it was That's pretty crazy. fun. That's probably the last time I've been fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've never seen you screwed up like that. Damn. Damn. And I was like, YOLO. Because I was thinking about what John was saying. He's like, Yo, you guys are fucking old geezers. I'm like, I'll show you yeah. cool. <laughs> I'll show you cool. <laughs> this guy's crying while crushing the bellinis. He's getting a, he's getting a brain freeze from all the crushed ice. <laughs> Just no, the, 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 the honest truth of it is, is like, obviously drinking is fun. Like, yeah. I, But for me, like, 
drinking became free, like because mm. you, you always go out with these guys. Right, right, right. So I'm a big fan of sightseeing. Like even yesterday morning, everyone was still asleep. I got up, I took the car, and oh, I went shit. to go look at things by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I even put up the snap saying, "I wish someone was here with me to look at the <laughs> totem pole." But <laughs> you know, like it's just damn. For me, there's more value in doing that than getting hammered. Then you're in bed for the next fucking yeah, however man. long. Exactly. You know, you you throw up you. You're yeah, disgusting. Do, like my thing about drinking, I'm gonna sound like a fucking lame. Nah, man, nah. Lay it on us, bro. Narc. <laughs> yeah. My thing is like, bro, why am I gonna like? Okay, it's supposed to be fun. Why am I gonna do this tonight? And it fucks up my neck, my morning, yeah, 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 the yeah. next day. Oh, uh, I have a story later. But yeah. you're basically attacking me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you know these. what's funny is I remember in high school because we weren't those guys in high school. Like, I guess you could say we weren't. Lose okay, I, not the word loser. I don't want to yeah, use that, yeah. but we weren't dweebs. We'll call we're them dweebs. dweebs. Yeah, we yeah. weren't. Now we were fucking cool. We were cool. <laughs> we were cool. We were the. We were doing our thing. You know, like people. We were. We were fairly like. You guys were beating up people at McDonald's. Yeah, we were, right? <laughs> you were doing your thing. No, but I mean, like I remember grade twelve. Uh, I was talking to this girl, not talking to her like sexually, but uh, <laughs> 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 I was talking to this girl. Let me just clarify. I was talking to this girl. I was just I was uh, judicially having, actually. I was trying to. <laughs> to I was having a gentleman conversation <laughs> with her. And she goes to me, she goes, oh, so what do you guys do on the weekend? And I was like, oh, nothing. You know, we go downtown, we, we buy shoes. Because that's literally what we did. We, yeah. we get $300 paychecks from McDonald's and right. blow it at downtown. Spent $14 on the day pass from Pickering to Union. <laughs> no, 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 it was $8 those days. Oh, true, yeah, you're right. Man. And then she goes, you guys don't drink? And I'm like, no. Like, you know, you're weird for even asking <laughs> yeah. that. She goes, how do you have fun? And I'm like. And now I'm thinking, yo, that girl probably lived such a shit life that she had to drink. Like now true, though, it man. all comes to light because like I we were having fun. We didn't drink till like so late. Late. Like last, we were in the drinking guys. Like literally, I can remember the first day I got drunk. It was at the Pickering Skate Park. Oh shit! Me and Asher got drunk together. And I remember he was walking to his house. I was walking to my house and he screamed, this is all your fault. <laughs> and I, I made myself puke. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking ever again. Wow. But yeah, dr- like obviously we have drinks here and there, but I'm not the kind of guy that goes to a bar and, oh, dude, I spent 80 bucks last night. Like, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. there's no it's value in that. Stupid. You spent 80 bucks and no. you didn't even get a bottle worth of alcohol. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, fuck off. No, but even even like going to the club, it's like, it's, it's just not worth it. Like, I don't, if, if, I, if, if I was the kind of guy that was like single and macho man, you know, let's go talk to girls. I don't care what the girl has to say to me. I don't want to talk to you. Right. I hate having conversations with people I don't know. Right. And I'm not that I'm a mean guy. Obviously, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. an easy person to talk to. But yeah. it's just like, I think it's so corny. Like, hey, baby, what's you, uh, you want to you drink right now? I'll get you a drink. I got money, baby. <laughs> Let me bring you to my mom's house after. You know? like, Yo, you want to catch world. this Lakeshore East with me real yeah, quick? Yeah, like, come, come get this train with me. You know? But like, the thing is, is, I've seen guys like that, you know, that like, Pretend ball and go out there and be like, yeah. yo, popping bottles tonight. We're it's gonna a 40 jeans. minute ride, but if you put on those <laughs> AirPods, it feels like yeah. 20. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't want to put the AC on in the car because they don't want to use gas, you know? Then they yeah. charge the girl gas money. Yeah. You know, like that real shit. But it's like, it's yo, it, it adds up. I, I like calculating the night of actually going out. Like, if, if I didn't, if I wasn't in the position that I'm in to go out, yeah. I would never go out. Yeah, it's just fair, man. so expensive. It's not worth it. But like $20 minimum. It's never twenty minimum. It's more than twenty. Word. Getting in the club is twenty. If you were, yeah. oh, you know, that's what I mean. Like twenty dollars minimum yeah. entry. Gas. And then not even to mention gas. Like you probably bought some Nutri Religion. A Burberry baby shower. Bur- <laughs> and then, and then you get True. into the club. You know what I mean? You there's girls. You you, you want to buy a shot? You're, oh, you're and then, holding on to that twelve dollar shot yeah. with one ounce of fucking alcohol for half the night because it was twelve dollars and you have every right to. 
You're fucking, once you drink it, you're holding oh, it. Don't forget, the, you gotta get a haircut too. You, <laughs> you gotta get a haircut. You gotta pre prep yourself as well. <laughs> once you drink it, you're holding it till the ice melts and then you're drinking it like it's st- a straight shot as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn, this is to be, I've ne- I'm very thankful I've never put myself through this process. Yeah, this don't. Was, you're not, you're not yeah. missing out on anything. Yeah, for real. Like, even like, like when we have our after parties, like, literally, it's become, we become so desensitized too. We just sit in the fucking booth and drink our Catch your breath. And like, just sit there with each other. We don't, we don't take even like go. Take a snooze. Like, the thing is, our crew is mainly wifed now. Everyone has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we're not even looking at anybody. We're just all looking down on our phones. Faithful Black Men Association. Yeah, a group <laughs> full of Arabs. Faithful <laughs> Black Men. <laughs> Damn. But wow. yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, if you enjoy it, enjoy it. Live yeah. your best life. That's yeah, <laughs> live, live your best That's life, it. man. Keep it a- be safe. Be, be safe. safe. Have fun. Be safe. Keep fit. Have fun. You know. Make sure you take an Uber home. Don't drink and drive. Always, man. That's a key. No, right Uber's there. expensive. That's another eighty <laughs> bucks to your night almost. That's right, bro. man. Cop the Airbnb instead. Yeah, cop the know. Airbnb. That's also another hundred and sixty dollars yeah, sure. <laughs> your night. It's just Damn. adding up. Yeah, man. Fuck. Just don't go out. Yeah, just don't go out, man. Don't go out. Um, but no, for real. You know, I. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for for coming through and sharing all these wild stories. Because it's, it's it's good to know. I think what you said about romanticizing uh, this like lifestyle, I think is yeah. like a very big thing. Is is like this shit gets hard. Like you even think about, um, of course, you know, artists will talk so much about yeah the mental strain, even just like on vocal cords as well, right? Yeah. That's like a big thing as well. But yeah, like you have a camp of people, um, yeah, and managing people in like new places with like time differences, and like you said too, with like moods. Um, and just like different mental states or like, you know, physical health of people too, right? Yeah. That shit becomes really, really difficult to manage. The thing is, at the end of the day, I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. Of course. I, I love it. All, even the bad is the best. Like yeah. like I said to you today, I went from my fantasy job to my real job. Yeah. I landed and went to work. Yeah. And it's not to say that I'm not getting paid, you know, I'm not doing my thing, but mm-hmm. it's like, I still remembered all of this can be gone in a second. Right. You know, don't put yourself in a position where you can fall off. Because at the end of the day, you got to take care of someone else, but take care of yourself. Yeah, man. That's the biggest thing is that a lot of, like, up-and-coming people abandon their life, yeah. that real life, you know, and they all their friends want to chase a dream. Oh, I'm going to wait for this guy to make it, and then I'm going to leech onto him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, like, the scary thing. It's like, I can't believe people exist like that as well, mm. you know, so... But again, it is a very fun lifestyle. Yeah. I will not say it's not. Yeah, it's for sure. Full of laughter. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Keeps you going. Yeah, and you have this uh, this goofball over here to uh, come back to share all these stories with. <laughs> um, but listen, we've we've end we've reached the end of the the kind of interview part of these. We just have some some ridiculous questions that we thought would be fun to ask you guys or talk to you guys about. Um, but before we kind of ask you a couple of them, obviously we've talked about Rami. Obviously we've talked about John Vinyl, who will, will co-sign till death. But uh, for the two of you guys, who are some artists in the Toronto music scene who uh, you guys have been enjoying um, or maybe not enjoying too if you're trying to toss shade like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, who are, who are some people you uh, you guys think we should be uh, listening to or uh, us and, and our listeners or, or anyone? You who have you guys you pers- personally been enjoying? You go first. This guy's going to say drop Jay Mills real quick. Yeah, Jay Mills. <laughs> Listen, yeah, man. Follow Mixed Jay Mills coming. on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music, all of that. You hear me? Um, who am I listening to? In Toronto. Man, there's so many Toronto artists, and I actually don't really listen to many Toronto artists, Fair to enough. be honest. I like Anders. Yep. I like Anders. Uh, shh. Shh. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I have to enough. go through my my phone. For sure, for sure. The there's song. a lot. There's a lot. thing is, too, is I think all of us have, like, friends who are who yeah, are making yeah, music yeah. as well, yeah. right? And, yeah. 
uh, yeah, you never want to dis- discredit them. Obviously, we'll support them. Um, Dude, also Sean Leon, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, focus like, Sean. Are you, you're, you're going to that thing tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm trying to go. Yeah, for sure. Podcast um, maps. Yeah. We make it. We make it maps <laughs> I'm on the at my list, and the last song I downloaded was Slumdog Millionaire. That's <laughs> 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 that's who I'm supporting. <laughs> this guy's supporting AR Rahman, man. Yo, shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> that's actually super funny. Lou Val. Lou Val, of course. Magic Jordan. Yeah, man. Um, damn. Fuck. I uh, I think for me. Charlotte Day Wilson. Yep. Daniel Caesar. Yeah, wow. River Tiber, Bad Bad, all those guys. But um, yeah, man, we, we gush about all these guys. And uh, yeah, certainly care to care to know who you guys are. I think for me, it's Bugs. Bugs is something yeah, I've been <laughs> too heavy lately. Not <laughs> only because he's my boy, but okay. I've been, for some reason, his music... It, is sick to me. Yeah, Prime man. Boys too. Prime Boys have been oh, man. over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Cobo World, very good, very very good. And um, uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. The Toronto music scene is blowing up. It's so many people everywhere, and right. like it's it's like every song is just becoming bigger and bigger. Like you see some people that you didn't think would make it yeah. that are making it and they're exploding on the scene. Yeah, like, man. Killy, Killy, like literally dropped one song and made it to here well, we is. are. And yeah, but yeah, we keep keep our ears to the streets. Yeah, of course, of course. There's so much out there. Um, all right, so we're gonna get into our uh, our first segment of the of the show called Soup It Up, unofficially sponsored by Campbell Soup. Uh, is there a <laughs> you share a story of something that may or may not have happened to you very recently? Could have been the past day, the past week, past month, past year um, that made you really salty. Uh, something you feel like you maybe need to get off your chest or, or kind of share, vent. Oh fuck, I'm full uh, of these. <laughs> even, oh. So don't worry about it because we always. Always start with Navik because there's always something that's on Navik's mind. Um, so Navik, man, tell us what's what's made you salty as of late. You know, this time it it's about me. Oh, you're salty at yourself. Talk to him. I'm mad at myself. Self reflection. So two weeks ago, I went to a wedding reception. It was my uh, friend's older brother, and my brother's also the best man there. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna go. Um, I walk into the wedding reception. Uh, the homie Anojin hands me rum and coke. I'm like, oh, this is very generous. <laughs> um, this is also very free. <laughs> so I sip the rum and coke, and I'm thinking, wow, this is uh, very free. And, you know, I don't, you know, you guys are just talking about partying and stuff and how expensive drinks are. I never cop drinks because it's like, you know, 20 bucks for yeah. like a rum and coke. It's not even 20 bucks. Wait, was this out of the back of a car or in the, in the <laughs> Oh, no, no, this was, yeah, it was in open the wedding. Bar. Open bar, okay. Okay, okay yeah, there we go. wedding reception, so. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been bar. to a fair amount where it's been back of the car. Thanks. <laughs> Crown Royal, bro. Crown <laughs> Royal, man. Shout out, Trust me, it's always that, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so open bar, right? And yeah, the, the rum and cokes are just flowing, right? <laughs> and I kept going to the open bar with my. My my friends and my brother comes. He, he starts handing me drinks too. I'm like, I can't turn this down. This is rude if I turn it down. And and then his friends hand me drinks, and I'm like, all right, fine. And so I just keep drinking. And um, before I know it, I'm on I'm on the dance floor. Of course, we're all dancing to uh, like um, Pitbull. Honestly, it's just straight Thumbel songs, like Brown songs. It's straight after after that. There might be like one. Um, there was like Bodak Yell sprinkled in there. Mm. Oh. And I was doing the shoot dance to every song. <laughs> it made no sense, but I kept doing it because I had so much confidence, you know? So Because in a regular setting, I wouldn't have done that. Right. You know? That's and, um, coke, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was 13 deep. And, <laughs> and then um, a switch went off. And the next morning, I woke up and 
my friend Methusen's basement. I woke up on. Uh, luckily, you know, they threw you know me on. How you got there? <laughs> no, no clue. And luckily, I woke up on like his spare mattress that he had, mm-hmm. and I woke up with like uh, a completely bloodied face. Whoa. And like some vomit on my uh, turtleneck. I, <laughs> I rocked the uh, turtleneck with the suit. The wedding reception broke broke barriers with that. Um, and then I looked at myself in the mirror. And the, no, well, first I went to the bathroom. I took a piss, and then I, I I walked by the mirror. And I was like, "Whoa, what the what the fuck is that?" And I look at myself in the mirror, and I have like these gashes above my eye, right below my right eye. You can see above, right there. Honestly, it's two weeks ago, so I'm still healing. Look, you can see it. Oh, but shit. I actually have the. I made um, Methuselah take a photo of me then because I'm gonna use it for like maybe the cover art of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that. And uh, yeah, it's it's horrible. I'll take it out right now. But yeah, and then I I asked the guys like what happened and they're like yeah you just um, you just blacked out but you were still moving. Like, I was still talking <laughs> to people and stuff like that. And like I remember one guy. Well, I don't remember this, but one guy was like talking to his girlfriend like hey I got a hotel room let's go. And I was like yo let me come through still I'm about to come. <laughs> And I became the worst version of myself. Like, I always hate on those guys, but right, I became yeah. that person. And then, um, apparently, I was still I was still fully, like, talking to people yeah. and dancing and going in or whatever. And then, apparently, when I was walking back, or when they were carrying me to the car, because I fell, um, I fell down in the process and then fucked up my face. Damn. Damn. And, um, and then that's when I had to look at myself in the mirror and be like, I blame this on the open bar completely. <laughs> Like it's full. Why would they allow that to happen yeah. to me? <laughs> so, uh, no, I no. didn't. Someone stop me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, this is the first time that I ever blacked out, and you know, Have I had you to contact the lawyer. Um, <laughs> you know what? Maybe I should. Yeah. Maybe I should claim like my ancestors <laughs> are well known for. But um, that made me realize, yo, I gotta. I should never go that far. You know, maybe I should just chill. You, you, need, you need one. You, we all need one blackout to make us never go there again. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I never had one. <laughs> <laughs> Miami, you entered the darkness, bro. As soon as you bro, entered the darkness, so Gucci, bottomless so bellinis. This guy was slapping the waitress's ass. Come oh, here, oh, come here, oh, baby. That's not true. Okay, we do not support that. I respect women. <laughs> Faithful Black Man Association, Sabrina. If you're listening, I love oh, you. That's a photo. If you guys want to wow. see. Wow. Yeah, sharing a little photo here, man. Are you sure you didn't fight somebody? Yeah, that's you, you fought an uncle or something? Yeah, when definitely I no fight. I thought I, I thought I got fucked up, but no. Um, when I first saw this photo, I, I was definitely. like, oh man, this is not good. But you know, thankfully, he just fell down. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I thought there was gonna, I thought it was gonna be bad. I thought you were gonna tell me you got fucked up or something. <laughs> you know what? He just got fucked up by himself. He played himself. Fucked himself up. Yeah. <laughs> fucked himself. Uh, listen, it happens. Uh, you're here now. Your eye, you can still see out your eye, which is which is major. It's so weird. Like, right below. Asshole. I had a big scab right below yeah. my eye and right above it. Yeah. My you missed eye. eye. Damn. So I guess I'm lucky. Yeah. Too. Shut up, concrete, man. Yeah. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. Is that, for real. Is that laminate? Oh, man, this is real wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how about you guys? Anything Anything that's uh, been in your mind lately that... Uh, for me... Uh, very recent actually so like I said I'm not really into the whole drug culture mm. and here's the thing I don't know Drugs what for losers. I don't know what it is about me that gives off a thing of hey I do drugs but a lot of times I'll, I'll catch myself at a party and I'll be outside you know just standing there just being at a party and the guy will come up to me and be like start talking about something and it always ends up and you're entering the conversation of weed or drugs and mm. you know I guess he's so drunk that he feels comfortable to tell me about his fucked up addictions right. shit and 
one thing I hate, and I always try to get out of this conversation as soon as I get into it, is when they start talking about THC levels and you know how prone <laughs> this weed is, dude. When you smoke this weed, you get so fucking high. Because here's the thing: why I don't like drugs. When I was in grade twelve, me and one of my friends smoked in the garbage room of McDonald's, oh, shit. and I smoked an entire spliff to my face, and I, I zoned out. Oh, like shit. I literally lost it. I was sitting in McDonald's and the lights were glowing. Like it was going. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, yo, I got to go home. I got to go home. Oh my God. From McDonald's, my house to McDonald's, I counted every single step I took until <laughs> I got to my house. I stayed awake till the morning, just watching the sun come up. Thinking, okay, I wasn't this high a minute ago. I'm a little bit less. Wow. So after that, I was like, okay, weed is not my thing. Drugs are just not my thing. Right. I, I, can't, I don't like it. Mm. Obviously here and there I'll do it, but it's just not my thing. So I always catch myself in these conversations with these guys who are like, people I just don't want to be associated with. Yeah. Not even not associated. I'm a nice person. I want to talk to you. Yeah. But like, don't go deep into what it does for you. And right. then all of a sudden we're talking about shooting up needles and shit. He's like, Jesus. it's not that crazy, bro. You know, like, you can do coke. You know, it doesn't fuck up your life. Damn. The guy's like scratching his neck, talking to me and shit. I'm like, all right, relax. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. can't be mean. You know, you can't be like, get the fuck out of here. That's a tough thing, yeah. So you got to just sit there and uh, take the conversation for what it is and use information you have from got from other people about mm. weed. And just pretend you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, man. dude, uh, I love sativas, you know. And I'm like <laughs> telling the guy shit, and he's all of a sudden pulls out sativas. Yo, smoke this with me. And that's the thing too, when they pull something out and they offer it to you, and it's like, remember in high school, you're always your teachers always say, oh, random people offer you drugs, don't take it. Of course. Nowadays, people will take it. Damn. If I pull up a spliff in front of somebody and offer them, I'm pretty sure the guy will be, yeah, let's do it. Why not? But Damn. we were told not to do it. Yeah. So I'm staying on the route of not doing it, but society says otherwise. Yeah, man. Damn, that's my that's what grinds my gears. Yeah, man, that's just that's just making you salty. Eh? That is a, that is a tricky one too, because it's like. But that goes with anything in life. You always get dragged into conversations <laughs> you don't want to be in, and you yeah. just got to be nice because you don't want to be a jackass and yeah. say, "Don't talk to me." Yeah, of course, of course. How do you how do you finesse your way out of those ones? I guess that's the latest the latest challenge for you, you exactly. know, to, to find a way. I, I, I live in those conversations. Yeah, fuck man. <laughs> Trust me. Like there's a lot of times, like especially even with fans, like they'll come to talk, and then Rami moves away. Jake moves away and then I'm stuck with the guy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he, I'm on his Instagram and I'm a f- I have my own fan now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm getting my fans. <laughs> I'm the nice guy. Listen, man, conversationalist mayor over here, man. Crazy. How about you, Jamil? What's been uh, grinding your gears? What's been making you salty? Shit. Working, man. <laughs> <laughs> working a full-time job, man. Fucking yeah, for sucks. real. Jamil's How, been working since birth. He really has been. He really has been working since birth. Like I remember <laughs> first year we used to always like go to parties and stuff. We always be like, yo, Jamil, you coming? No, nah, I'm working tonight. Yeah, man. And it was like we never I swear it's like three years we didn't see this guy. Cause he was working day in, day out. For real, man. George. Shout out George, man. Shout out the kitchen life, man. Fuck. For those yeah, that man. don't know, Chef Jamil out here, man. This guy was my superior at work for a little bit before. Wait, you were at George too? I wasn't at George, but I was at uh, a restaurant Pickering that Bork. we may or may oh. not talk about. We call it Bort. You know, we just replaced, <laughs> we replaced the person. This guy works Bork. at Bellis. You know, you went to Byerson University. Was <laughs> going to say Bort because it's burnt down? <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, that too. But um, but yeah, man, Jamil and I used to work together. Uh, it's been sad days since then, but I just remember uh, I'm supposed to go into work. And this guy calls me, it's most calm, just like, hey, uh, hey, brother. Uh, so <laughs> brother. <laughs> there was a there was a fire at work. So just wait until I call you to uh, to let you know what's going down. This guy sends me photos afterwards and this bitch is burnt to crisp. 
Yeah, that was pretty it crazy. It was so bad, uh, super bad. And I just call him back and he's just like, so we're on vacation. Uh, you want to go hit up the flea market? <laughs> I was like, all right, we're You want to know what's funny about I didn't know where the port was. I've never seen it. So we're, I went to the waterfront, that restaurant on the waterfront. Yeah, that was called, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's not fucking burnt down. This guy bullshitting <laughs> before. And then I realized You're it was like hidden in a little nook of Pickering. That's right, man. Yeah, bro, bare people in Pickering don't even know. Yeah, I never, I've never I've never seen it. It's super hidden. We should be where the waterfront is. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I wish you were. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, it, it is kind of. I can imagine you feel this the most too. But how? Uh, where? When? Or where do you do you think that breaking point exists for you? Um, you know, we were kind of talking about feeling like holding down a job is definitely more financially more secure. Uh, but when do you think that that kind of turning point for you is to to really commit all of your time to to music management? Do you feel like? There is like a, a particular thing you have in mind, or it's it'll just be kind of like a feeling. Like, is that something well, you think about? I feel like, I feel like I've recently just kind of hit like a breaking point, mm. but not like major points where it's like I'm quitting. Right. But I was able to finesse a situation where I get like the same. I was able to finesse a situation. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm going down from five days to three days, which is which is great because right. it's like ten hour days. It's still like. 30 hours a week in three days yep. you know what i mean which is basically full time you yeah. know what I mean? you round up to 40 <laughs> but you know it's still a lot of hours but at least it's like i have more time I, I i've been feeling like a lot lately like we've done pretty good like pretty decent with the music yeah man great it's only me on like the management side right and then like obviously we work with like great people like eric and rahul at like will studios mm. and and other producers and photographers but I feel like I've been able to accomplish like, you know, like some notable things mm. in like the nine, ten months that we've been doing it, yeah. and I've been working like sixty-hour weeks the whole time yeah. since we first, since we released our first song. I've been working sixty-hour weeks for like the past like fucking six. <laughs> it came years. out the womb, yeah. If not more, like fuck. When did I graduate high school? Two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah. So I've been working fifty, sixty hours for like seven years now. Right. Straight. Right. You know what I mean? So. I just feel like we accomplished so much doing it part time. So now that I have more time, I'm like, I I must I'm gonna see more results. Right. You know, it's accelerating the process. So I'm sure like it'll get to a point where I'm like, all right, you know, now I can like quit for real. Mm. But man, that's what I'm working towards, man. Like I'm not working towards getting a fucking Rolex or you know <laughs> yeah. being able to buy that fucking Burberry shirt in my pockets. <laughs> like I genuinely just want to make enough. Yeah. To to do it full time. Yeah. Like if that means my bills cost one thousand, I'm fine generating one thousand and one dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just have my bills paid for. You know, I already got the fucking. I already got have the one dollar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's where I'm at right now. Hmm. That's Crazy. How I'm feeling. Yeah. One thousand and one. One thousand and one. Get that tatted. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Right, I have to ruin it. I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy was all nice and shit, and then burned man, it. Man, he burned it, bro. That's how it goes, eh? All right. Well, we got one more segment left, uh, so we don't have to hear any more of this nonsense. Cock talk, cock talk. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. Cock talk. That's a new segment. That's a new <laughs> segment. Who's that gonna be sponsored by? Uh, by me. By yeah. <laughs> Grace Brand cock seasoning is what we need. Uh, oh God, I gotta, I gotta stop this. Sorry. Sorry to all of our listeners who are potentially you can cut that feeling, out yeah, feeling uncomfortable. Someone who doesn't have a cock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, you know what? It's okay. Uh, very recently, I'm learning as as much of like I've spent this 
fault. You just learned that not everyone yeah. has a cough. <laughs> 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 well, that's fancy. Said, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's neat. <laughs> you don't have a pointer. Point. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, what I was going to say was, I can't live my life thinking that uh, I'm, I'm going to, like, I'm going to keep everyone happy, that I'm not going to upset someone, you know what I mean? It's bound to happen, uh, and most important thing is to just accept it or hold myself accountable for when I made someone upset and, and keep it moving. So, you know, if I lose, if we lose followers for this, we get reported, it's okay. I'll start a new podcast. <laughs> it's fine, right, Namik? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll just start over. Um, but no, uh... We got a last segment here, which is called 3P, unofficially sponsored by Lil Wayne. Uh, this is where we ask you three questions uh, in sets of threes, and you do your best to answer them as fast as you can, um, but also shout out to post-production because we can make it sound like you say this shit <laughs> really fast. Um, so maybe we'll alternate between the two of you. Um, I guess this one's more specific to Mayor, but who are three people that you are would like to meet while touring or places that you'd like to go while touring? Places to go or people to meet. Uh, we'll do both. If you can think of both. So six answers? <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, okay, okay. All right, I'll take this back. Who are three people that you want to meet while on tour? Or maybe not on who tour. Who I want to meet, who I'm going to meet. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, Jim Carrey. Nice. Jim Carrey's a big one. Everyone who I want to meet is actor. I don't want to meet musicians. Hmm. Musicians are always stars. Get Rami to open for Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. <laughs> that would be, that would be super fitting. That would be Jim super Jim Carrey, fun. I wish he wasn't this in this bad situation, but Louis C.K., mm-hmm. I would love to meet that guy. Yeah. Um, last person to meet. Who do I want to meet? I don't know who the last person is. I I can't think of somebody. I just those two are like the first two that come to mind. I've always wanted to. Like at one point in my life, I would would say Drake. Yeah. But then, not that I like sat down <laughs> and had fucking dinner with Drake. But <laughs> you know, he's just a regular guy now. Yeah. It's it's it, it, he's it, normalizing their minds. Yeah. He's not somebody like out of reach as before. Well, yeah, not yeah, that yeah. he's in reach either. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just. It, it's not, it's not the fantasy of a celebrity to me. Yeah, for you sure. Know, like, I think Jim Carrey, Louis C.K., and yeah, I would have said Adam Sandler too, but I ended up meeting Adam Sandler. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I was I was in Pixels. For real? I was I was a background as a fucking army guy. You're joking. I swear to God. You're joking in Pixels. Swear to God, yeah. And Holy the thing shit. was, I was scared to say hi to him, right? Because we, like, we were told, don't say hi to the actors. And the African guy next to me just did it. So I'm like, right, I'm going with this guy. And he goes, I'm a big fan. And I'm like, I'm a big fan too. And he came over, he yeah, sh- me too. He shook our hands like, oh, thanks for everything, guys. And I was like, holy shit. Damn. I watched Big Daddy like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> Your movies suck now. But yeah. I was in love with you at one point in my life. That's true, man. That's actually very real. Damn. So you said you're in Pixels? Pixels, yeah. You won't, oh. you won't see me. But I have a Facebook photo up. So if people... Creep me, you'll find my photo. Shit, man, I'm gonna just I'm gonna watch that movie just so I can find you. To be honest, man, like hundred percent will not see me. I've watched it four times. <laughs> I've slow moed it. I'm not like it looks like they took the one scene I'm in and took it out. Damn, <laughs> bastards. But yeah, and man. places I want to travel: India, which God that's soon is happening. Damn, Dubai and Iran. Oh man, yeah, the homecoming. Wow, yeah, that will be special. But uh, Iran, I can't go back to right now. Okay. Fair they, they won't let you if you were a citizen there's some bullshit with you gotta right, go to the right, army, right. so I'm not trying to go to the army yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah but uh, India for sure India have been India's been a th- going to Paris and London was a thought that you didn't think would happen it right. happened and then 
India came into my <laughs> hands and I was like, I'm fucking holding this thing yeah, in yeah, my yeah. life. This is the infinity gauntlet now since, on your hair. Literally, <laughs> since June, I've been talking to this guy every single day. <laughs> I'm like, yo, hurry up and finalize it. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm like, send this everywhere. Even send us to the rural areas. We'll perform there. And everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, you don't want to do that. But I want to go to everywhere, bro. Wow. That's going to be that's gonna be wild. And how long are you guys planning to be out there? Right now, we don't know because the tour wow. is still getting, dates are getting added. Right, right, right. So, okay. And obviously China, but China is like, I could wait to do that myself. You know? Fair, fair Just enough. India is like something I'm like dying to do. Yeah, man, very exciting. God damn. Um, all right, this one's for you, Jamil. Uh, and you can add in on this too. But where are three places that people have to eat in the city or Pickering? You can you can pick. No, that's all you, Jamil. In the city, I'm gonna say for like for people like Nevaeh and I, you know what I mean? Like wearing our like Kirkland tees, you know, like <laughs> on some non Calvin Klein shit. Costco you know I mean? pants. Costco pants. Um, my dickies. I. Do I have to? Do I have? You don't to? have to. You don't have to. Um, Lay the records down. You know? King's Noodle. King's Noodle. Okay. That's fire. Swatow. Okay. That's fire. That's two Chinese spots. Um, I haven't been yet, but I've heard amazing things. My friend actually just went yesterday. My guy from George named Joseph. Where? Um, Alouette. Okay, it's Alouette. Like little sister restaurant. This. Yeah. Actually affordable. Oh, for real? It's Alo's sister restaurant. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's literally. Below Aloe. Oh, say word. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. It's dope. Um, I mean, I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know what I've been <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Richmond Station. Richmond Station. I haven't been either. No, I don't. Richmond Station is good, but don't go there. Really? Yeah. I went there and I almost got robbed. Oh, for real? Yeah. Dude. Damn. I went there and they gave me you, free dessert. I told what you the story. <laughs> me, and, me and my girlfriend walking in, and some native guy looked at my girlfriend and he said something. I don't know what he said to her. He's like, hey, hey or something like that, right? And I didn't say anything. Take my girl. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I did. I did. I did. Like I. I obviously I, I held her arm. We're walking, and she gets scared quick, right? So I'm holding her, and then me and the guy are grilling each other, and he goes, Ugh. you know, and he's like, <laughs> he looked like the bad guy from like Home Alone. Oh shit! Like, yeah, yeah, mean guy, and I'm like, holy shit! I'm about to get robbed. It was in an alleyway right next to. Damn. Him. Yeah. That's... The food was the food was decent. Yeah. I wasn't not a fan, but I actually would say for Durham eats, I'll give you that those three. Go for it. Um, Butchies. Butchies. Where that, is that? It's on the border of Whitby and Ajax. Say word, okay. Sick. Um, Big Smoke Barbecue. Yep. Sick too. They have the $9 lunch meal. <laughs> and the Greek salad at Big Boys in Whitby. The Whitby, Whitby location only. Yeah, Don't yeah. go to the Pickering location. Yeah, Pickering location is very bad. Whitby yeah, one. and Whitby one, every time I walk in there, the guy... No, I don't know if he knows me, actually. He just says, hey, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> he's just we have friendly. a personal connection. He's just nice. <laughs> but yeah, he's very nice. Damn. Because <laughs> he always gives me a big place. I'm like, yo, does this guy know me or something? Yeah. I'm a regular here? Because I've only been here three times. <laughs> Shit. All right. Uh, I haven't been to Butchie's, but I've been to Big Smoke. Big Smoke and... Yeah, Butchie's, real- I would say go to Butchie's first. Word. Okay. Um, all right. Well, good to know. And then last question. Uh, you guys can alternate too, but uh, I guess you kind of already answered this, but... Uh, what are three songs that you're listening to right now? Jai Ho. This guy said Jai Ho. That's right. That's one. <laughs> Count it. <laughs> no, you. Um, three songs I'm listening to right now. Um, Black just dropped this project. Word. What do you think? I fuck with. I think I fuck with it. Yeah, I think this so is my right. thing on music, though. I gotta listen to it like three, four times. I gotta listen to it in the headphones. I gotta listen to it on the monitors mm-hmm. in the basement mm-hmm. before I even talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta I, take a shower, I, I listen, get the yeah, robe I gotta on, take a shower, cocoa butter on, <laughs> Bro, warm the cocoa butter up first. <laughs> Seventy-four degrees Celsius, you heard. But I fuck with that right now. That's not a song. That's a project. But, yeah. Um, Masego yep. just dropped a project. That sure. shit is hard. 
Um, he has a song on there called I Had a Vision. He's so fire. His voice is crazy. So Masego. And then this guy, Sam Henshaw. Sam Henshaw. You, sh- you told me this guy. He's so hard. You he's just dropped two singles recently. How Does It Feel and Broke. Live production. Amazing voice. Crazy. Jeez. From crazy. the UK too, right? So I think that might have been four songs. Toronto, like. UK, link up. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, well, that's amazing. That's it for me. Si- uh, for me, sick, anything 6 9 drops. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking obsessed with that guy's music. That's who I want to meet. That's that's my third well, guy, 6 okay, 9 okay, okay. That yeah, guy yeah, yeah. is... Like, like, everyone hates him, but... Actually, no, everyone doesn't hate him. Everyone wants to hate him. Yeah, it's yeah, cool yeah. to hate him, but I think he's sick. His music's sick. He's, he's just a... I just want to get to know the guy. You know, yeah. like, I want to sit in a room, no cameras, and just like... Ask him how his day was. And be like, did you do it? Yeah, <laughs> did you do it? Oh, shit. <laughs> he did Oh, shit. my God. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> exactly. That's spooky. Um, damn, 6 9 Okay. 6 9 I listen to a lot. Well, because these guys make music, but literally a lot of unreleased music. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. I, <laughs> no, no, no. Not, okay, not like I'm getting fucking Drake's exclusives. But like, I, for some reason, it's just... When it's not released, it's sicker to me. Yeah, you know for sure. Like, it's like when this guy showed me Starcross, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I kept saying, yo, drop it, drop it, drop it. Right. And then I <laughs> li- dropped and he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I still listen to it, but you know, it's like I, I before it comes out, I'm like freaking out for it to drop. I'm like, I, I need to hear this now. I need yeah, to hear this yeah, now. Yeah. And then it drops. I'm like, okay. Yeah, finally. It whispers in the wind, <laughs> yeah. you know? 6'9, Louis C.K. <laughs> trend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all weirdos. Put us all in a room together. Yeah. I want to be Bill Burr. Bill Bear would probably be sick, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that'd be sick. How about you, man? What are you listening to? Uh, um, black. Yeah, I just uh, six so black or black. Six lakh. Six lakh. Six lakh. Um, okay. This not even because you're here, but I was listening to um, Sweeter Dreams wow. last month. Because um, I album. actually really like it. Yeah. And then um, oh, uh, don't be cruel. Don't. Be I went cruel. back to don't be cruel, Bobby Brown. <laughs> um, I think that I still I think that's so amazing like it's so good um, and, um, I'll never get over it but fair enough oh uh, Lloyd Lloyd dropped really? true oh, so Yo, I'm a fan of Lloyd album cover is the reason I wait the one where he's naked with the guitar yeah. <laughs> but no there's actually some very there's caramel a lot of good songs in there, so. okay yeah, so you sure just have to make sure you don't have the I heard you took that picture in the <laughs> yeah, I, t- I took that yeah. photograph man took his own version of the photo yeah. <laughs> he was like yeah I want to do it in like a studio set I was like okay in a forest no clothes guitar here man let me play the guitar right here lots of oil yeah <laughs> there's a reference photo of Navik doing the same pose floating around the internet <laughs> do your thing internet trolls yeah. <laughs> with just a banana instead not even a guitar just a banana oh, yeah. shout out to George Michael too actually oh, uh, George. Careless Whisper is heavy rotation oh, for me. I made a music video to it bro. oh Oh, shit. Okay. All right, where can people uh, find the music video, man? Where can they keep uh, up with you? You know what the thing is, is that it's pretty embarrassing. My girlfriend doesn't want me to tell Oh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. But uh, no, no, no. It's on my YouTube, actually. <laughs> oh, this guy's a YouTube. But, uh, Plug the YouTube, man, please. Look, it's right here. Oh, shit. Here we go. Uh, hopefully it works, but it, I'll, I'll DM it to you. But yeah, it's hey, look, bro. 64 comments, bro. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing John Vinyl numbers, bro. Look at that. That's not me, but you know, I, I come in. I come in strong. <laughs> This is what they fucking woke up to do in Miami, bro. You think I was waking up for this shit? Look at how early it is. <laughs> this is 6 in the morning. <laughs> but yeah. Man, that's classic. Serious that's classic content there. right there. Holy goodness. My goodness. <laughs> and there like, was oh. no purpose behind that. Like, they're, like I didn't get paid. We're out here doing shit for no reason. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's dream. for me. I'm in bed still. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's getting his eight hours of rest because that's what a responsible adult gets, you know? Not me. <laughs> 
Uh, listen, guys, this is actually being super, super fun. Thank you so much for for joining us here today, man. I think we uh, we learned a, a fair bit about more about tour life and and kind of the uh, the back end of music. I think, but um, yeah, man, thank you guys for for joining us here today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Uh, drop your IGs real quick. How can people keep up with you, man? All right, mine uh, might let you meet me. Three think, spaces in between each yeah. word. <laughs> think of the when Kanye says, bitch, behave, just might let you meet yay. Does Kanye say that? He does. Kanye says that, yeah. Yeah, and just replace mm-hmm. it with, uh, with May. May instead. That's May, right. that's, yeah, that's how clever I am. <laughs> how about you? Lamage.v. Man, keep up with both these guys, follow these guys, see whatever fun shit they get up to. There's a photo on Jamil's Instagram where he's actually wearing one of my Hawaiian shirts. Just know that was mine, okay? This guy didn't <laughs> shout him out. a drip. But I, that's I okay. added him. I added you. Oh, did you? I'm pretty sure. Oh, did you? I'll give you that All right, right now if I did it. Oh, yeah, you're going to add me six months later. That's fine. Uh, either way, yeah, guys. Let's take a photo for memories. Oh, Jump. shit. We're taking a photo while we're recording. We're in. We're in. We're this in. is crazy. It can look like I'm talking. <laughs> this guy looks like he's going he's in. Getting busy. <laughs> he's getting busy with the mic. Why is the mic wet? <laughs> Holy shit. That's Let amazing. me show you what I learned on tour. <laughs> oh my Toronto, God. UK, Lincoln. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Uh, Jamil, thank you for joining us. Mayor, thank you for joining us. As always, I'm Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka the Thomas Hemingway, aka bash me outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, aka <laughs> Little Poopy Dirt, aka Mr. Do- or Dr. Do Too Little, aka Mr. Do Girl with you. As always, I'm with Navik. It's Navik, aka Navik, aka Mr. Run Up to Your Girl, say hello in one way, aka Tamil Tyrese, aka I invented swag in the Durham Soccer League, aka My Fair Lady, aka See Me But Don't Talk to Me But Look at Me, please. <laughs> aka Don't Tell Me About What Your Favorite Strand of Sativa Is, aka Tukak Shapur. Listen, Mayor, thank you again for joining us. Jamal, thank you for joining us. Uh, everyone's got to say bye on three. One, two, three, bye. 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 Yeah. I got what grain on my dummy up bust Cool quarter million, my go yard dust. I win the game, so you still gotta shuffle. Born with the drip and just learn how to hustle. Look at your bitch through these DR by folks. I get me some hands, she been that shit over. They say Lily, I been looking like dollars. Pinch dry hot waters, I dress like a golfer. We riding foreigns, ain't no more impalas. Ain't had no new bum, but I got baby bottles. Shopping that bunny, I drip like a mom. Watch how I drip when I hit that McGala. Cody, not sit on my load, don't get splattered. Doctor told me I got lean in my bladder. Run through this cash like family don't matter. I got your back for the same pain together. Pop out the tag, my pawn ain't just swap. Baby blue jack made my mom feel better. Fuck the snow bunny at my show at Coachella. VVS banding pawners in my bezel. We move too fast, it can slime me as ever. Life is too grimy, y'all watch for the devil. It's a Rolls Royce and it come with umbrellas. 2018 and that punch Corolla. Go your pouch. Racks in a quarter ounce. Two accounts. Large amount. Ooh, shop around, design it down, dribble drown, dribble drown. Killing these hoes need to call paramedics. New Finney runners, I fit athletic. Running shit up by my partner, a panic. Blowing this cash, it was time we ain't had it. Got 21 bitches, I must be a savage. Cooking in the kitchen, it don't smell like acid. Pouring this hot tech, I'm sipping relaxing. Bobs in the leg, on the fucking the baddest. In plastic, put him in the casket. Uh, I wipe this nose quickly, pass him a napkin. Got an addiction in love with this fashion. Praying for all of my bros like we kept it. Lifetime my hats, cause you always be capping. Niggas ain't eating, start capping, ain't fasting. Can't get no sleep, cause my life is all action. See how shit happened, I made it in rapping. 
Go your pouch. Yeah. Rats in a quarter ounce. Yeah. Two accounts. Yeah. Large amounts. Yeah. Mm. Shop around. Yeah. Designer down. Yeah. Mm. Dribble drown. Yeah. Dribble drown. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.